Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It is the morning sickness. Hello there. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. It's 545, and it's a, a glorious start to what will be a rainy, nasty, awful day. And deal with it. What are you going to do? Just start earlier. Prepare. Your drive home's going to suck. All that. Everybody's going to tell you that weather will kill you today. Put on your waders. Oh, yeah. Just got to have hip waders on. and It's rain. Up north, however... Legit, you're going to get popped. So I'm happy for that one. Get up there and start skiing around and goofing off. It's going to be fun. Great. Again, our friend. Ever, you know who owes us, Brett? That Josh from Action Ride Shop. Because ever since you and I have hung out with Josh, he told us three years ago. It's usually every other winter or every yeah. third one. It's been three straight winters in a row that he's had like awesome ski seasons. And is it a coincidence that you know you and I... The talk Snow about Brothers? his product. Yeah, we talk about his product all the time. Come on. You're welcome, Josh. You're welcome, Josh. And everybody, you're rolling in your snow dough. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Josh, uh, anything else we can do? I mean, we've changed the weather for your business. That's pretty impressive. But yeah, it's going to get it's going to be a mother effort up oh, there. Yeah. And that'll be fun. So, good. If you like skiing or snowboarding, this is a it's better than the Phoenix Open that's going to be just destroyed. I don't. I've never uh, had plans to go to the open and known it was going to absolutely get rained out. I don't know what to expect. I have to go today. I don't know what to expect. I'm going to go again uh, Friday, and uh, I have no clue. Like what? What does it look like, Brady? Well, I, well, because the main like feature of this is CNBC. Now, last year it was shorts and and polo oh, shirts. The open stands hot. will be pretty empty. You think? Yeah. I mean, I mean the the. The tents will do all right, but and the good news is I don't think as but many paths are out there. I mean they've they've paved it a lot more than they, the uh, past. Where they, oh sure, you know the mudslides, the quality high heel yeah, pump. They've tried to eliminate a lot of that. In the grass, but because uh, yeah, because I last year when I was there, it was a ridiculous amount of like just to see a traffic on the on the way to sixteen. And sixteen, I will still be full up. I'm, I've never been um, out there when it was raining. I haven't either. I don't even know what to expect. I don't know what people wear. I don't know what your objectives become. I don't know if it affects attendance. It's sold out for Saturday still. So people don't seem to care. I mean, they're not selling. That's amazing when you consider it holds 180,000 people. And they're like, yeah, we sold out pre-advance. So I think a lot of people bank on the uh, the 
fifty percent chance of rain in Arizona. Arizona is is going to get hammered. It's going to get hit. It's like you can fifty yeah, percent cross your fingers. If you've seen the new, news, what's happening in California? Yeah, it's well, I mean, that's the big indicator is that it's pouring and it's moving this way. It won't yeah. be as big, but it's probably going to rain the entire today for sure. Today it's going to rain, but ladies get a, wear stilettos today because yeah. I want to see broken ankles out I, there. I, I just don't know how the ladies handle this. Yeah. This is their annual. It'll um, be tough because um, you'll come in. I don't unless you go out and walk around. That's when you're going to be able to see it. But, but it's their it, annual millionaire search. How do you dress for this if you're a lady looking for your million? You can't do it. You can't go. You know, Chuck Taylor's jeans and a sweatshirt. You better be spectacular. I, I just don't see. And there are people who flew in. All the I always think of the bartenders and things like that. They flew in here to make three months worth of money in a weekend. Because I talked to that one girl when I was with Wayne from Amco that one year, and she was pulling in eleven hundred bucks every three hours. Awesome, Man, which is insane. I'm like, what? And she goes, Yeah, I work the tent. I'm doing sixteen tomorrow. On average, I'll make about uh, five hundred bucks an hour. I'm like, oh, for the whole weekend? Oh, yeah, the entire time. I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah, I made, and she told me I made 1100 bucks in the last three hours, and it was like six at night. It was over. Like, there was nobody. I mean, we were all just straggling. I'll I'm keep like, it going. Man, this is amazing. So, yeah, she flew in from, like, Northern California. If the they, ladies uh, figure out, you know, they can wear their nice outfits, and they could wear, like, the clear couch covers, you know, mm-hmm. over the outfit, like the clear backpacks. Yeah. If you could still be a whore. And fabricate and, something. And coat in transparent plastics. Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad idea. Because you still show off your wares. <laughs> I guess it's kind of like putting your car, uh, you know, like a Lamborghini under an overpass. Like, you're just, it's dry. Yeah. And you can still see it. It's just not going to want. It's not doing any movement today. I just don't know how you dress up for this. Your, you know, annual millionaire search is going to be, it's going to be interesting. Again, people watching. That's the way to go to this thing. We'll be out there today. Trying to figure out exactly what's going on. But. And maybe this lady will be out here. By the way, boys, saved another life. Well, Brady, not so much. Saved another life yesterday, Brett. <laughs> Brady saved a few, oh, few pennies. Well, you'll remember Melissa from yesterday's What Would Brady Do? Uh, was debating. Was in the quandary of the uh, yeah, predator. Debating whether or not oh, yeah. she would move into her boyfriend's condo, 1,600 square feet, I believe. And then her house, which has a backyard and a pool and was 2,700 square feet. And she couldn't figure out for the longest. They've been dating the guy, which uh, like September, she said. Been dating since September. And uh, what was it? He was going to move in with her. That would make sense. And then he said, I'm not moving in there. I just can't. And then she's like, well, why? And then he's, you'd make it a lot easier on me if you moved in with me kind of thing. just a little bit of a Yeah, a little, a little red flag. He, he finally told her, well, if I move into your house i have to tell all the neighbors that i've moved into the area because i'm a registered sex offender oh have i told you i'm a registered sex offender or did that slip my mind in the according process i'm bt dubs bt dubs i'm a i'm an so so uh yeah he, he fires that over she's like what so he she buys in completely brady says well financially sound advice would be to keep the house and he, he missed the part about you know the sex offender doesn't have to register unless it's bad. And you'll get the, you know, not like Brady's one of them. You'll get people who think that if you get caught peeing outside or you moon somebody, it's yeah, automatic. It's, it's not. Details. You have to do something really bad to have to tell the neighbors you're a sex offender. And he said he solicited a minor online. Well, you got to do more than that. I heard it from a fledgling lawyer yesterday. I said, I know for a fact. 
you do not get in trouble unless you've been convicted. So I'm like, whoa. So Melissa, we told, what did we tell Melissa? Get out of there. What's wrong with you? This guy didn't tell you he's a sex offender since September. And, uh, yeah, your property values, you, need, you don't need to be worrying about Brady's uh, Doug Hopkins-like advice <laughs> about your property values because they're going to plummet when you bring Jared into the neighborhood. Get Let me, me clear that up. <laughs> I wasn't you're, you're asking not here to, to go this. in the neighborhood. I was telling her to keep her house. Right. But you were saying, you know, it would be better for him to move into it. We did kind of uh, shock and awe the situation with every angle. That's me protecting Brady from his terrible advice of keep your house and let that weirdo move in. It was very Jesus-like, though. What would Brady do? Forgive him. Assume he's not, you know, don't look into it. I was saying, Google this son of a bitch. You know, uh, figure it all out. Get more details. Find out what the hell went on. Well, the only thing we didn't take into consideration is where does she live? She could live at, like, 59th Avenue in Camelback. Sure, sure. And he lives in a Biltmore. I mean, there is that. But still a pedo. Here's here's how you know. Powerful. Give us his name, and I'll search one of the pedophile websites that has to show his face on it, and we'll... (laughs) No! I'd rather live on 59th and Camelback than the Biltmore with a child molester, although, man, that's a tight call. That is a tough call. (laughs) Yeah, oh, man. Well, there's been... Okay, are we talking... Like, is he in the the Esplanade Tower? Mm. 1,600 feet. It could be. Because then I'm just going and watching kids' soccer games with them. I'm not living on 59th Avenue. And I'm staying. I'm going in there and watching some high school football. Anyway, she emails back and it says, Dear Holmberg, oh my God, how blind am I? I think you may have saved my life. I broke it off with my boyfriend immediately. This was yesterday after she sent this last night at 5.41 p.m. You were so right. Why would I even consider a sex offender living with me? I Googled him. It is not good. Thank you for the real advice. All my friends just kept saying, if you love him and he treats you well, blah, blah, blah. And I do love him. And he did treat me well. But I think it's a deal breaker. And then she gets to says, Holmberg and sort of Brady, I guess, even though he seemed unfazed by the sex crimes, actually helped me wake up. It's a tough time right now. But thank you for being honest and telling it like it is. I need that in my life. I don't have it enough. Melissa. Well, there you go. See, what would Brady do? Uh, solves the issue. And you get to keep your beautiful home, with be it on 59th Avenue in Camelback or not. You could go, you know, move on to a guy. And now you know what kind of questions to ask. Quit Hallmark movie in your life and thinking that some guy who's fresh out of the pen is your best option. Not The only time that a person fresh out of jail uh, is dateable is when they're Jody Arias and it's for a man. Don't, don't ever do it, lady. Not fresh out of jail. Give a guy some time to acclimate. Give a guy some time to come back. If he's ready to talk about his misgivings. I get emails all the time. I was in the joint and I did this. It took me a while to get back into society. And You, gotta, you don't just go out. He's not going out and meeting girlfriends. This dude didn't tell you. He was a registered sex offender for a reason. He's not dealing with it well. He knows people are going to look at him funny. Now, that's a question I had yesterday as I was thinking about this. If you're a registered sex offender, is it... I know you got to tell all the neighbors you're a registered sex offender. Yeah. When you're dating, is that a legal requirement? I wouldn't think so. Are you sure? I mean, I think it's morally the way to I go. I totally but, think that. Know. But, I mean, is it like legally you have to tell people you meet and spend time with on a regular basis? By the way, 
legally I'm obligated to let you know I've been convicted of sex crimes. Well, his, uh, you know, if I think you have to. or she or whatever, going to counselors and the uh, probation officer would say, well, good, he's, a da- he's dating an adult. <laughs> That's true. They, he has taken steps. Well, there's the bright the side. Yeah. <laughs> now, again, Brady, it's not always about dating and loving. I know. Plenty of guys are in marriages who get caught with the sex offender thing. Right. But I'm saying doesn't the mean guy got yeah. busted. Right. And it seems like well, on the surface he's going right again. And maybe that's it's a whole a lack of asking questions. I said, so were you in relationships with adults before? Yep. There that goes because it could be a cover to make him to normalize him. I'm wondering, though, if that's an obligation because, you know, you need to knock on my door in my neighborhood and say, hey, by the way, I moved in down the road. Uh, I was convicted of sex crimes in 2019 and whatever. Well, it doesn't. I'm like, I don't have kids, but but he's got to tell me. So it's like, okay, well, if I see you in my property, I'm going to probably throw rocks at you or, or, you know, shout at you. So stay away from my house. I'm not real happy with you being here. And you're like, okay. And then he moves on to the gays who also have no kids, knocks on their door. And Michael and Troy are like, ooh, tell us more. I don't know what they would say. They're, they're freaks. These Depends two. on what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're marvelous people. But my God, they're parties. And then, uh, then he leaves that. But he's got to tell me. I don't have kids. I'm not, you know, I'm an adult who's just like, all right, well, that's no threat to me, although I don't want you around. Uh, does he have to tell, like, a woman he's dating? I would assume I think it's you only, do. I, well, I don't think so. I think it's Why not? Just what required like, in the area that you're living? Yeah, I think yeah. But if he's, neighbors know. if he's like, uh, like if her, uh, the only reason I ask this is like, well, she brings her friends over and they've got kids. You know, he, I think he had. I think he probably has to say something. Legally, he's obligated. Morally, for sure, Brett, you're absolutely yeah, yeah. right. Legally, I think he's obligated to say, "Hey, look, if I'm spending this much time at your place, I got to let you know that if this could be trouble." Like if we get, I think he has to tell her. I think I think maybe even have more than you know, Melissa. If you want to push this down the road, but I just get rid of him. If you dumped him yesterday, if you just flat dumped him yesterday because you were love blind, how handsome is this sex offender that she didn't even? What kind of woman doesn't ask that kind of question? And I got to hand it to you well, also. Then. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily one you. Uh, by the way, you don't I'm adding this to my list. That's now. what Google's you know? for. You yeah, will you always can look into it. Google because once someone she you googled, meet. she saw the information. You Google immediately when you meet someone, especially if you're a chick. You meet a guy and he's like, "Man, this is great. I really like him." Hopefully not. And then you Google him, and it turns out that uh, this guy who was in jail. Then Brian said, good morning, John. You are 100% correct. Nobody is ready to date right out of prison. And all sex offenders should have to tell their partner morally, I don't know, about legally. I think that I think it is. Uh, this Nathaniel says, send that girl my number. She has got to be the hottest smoke show on the planet if she's this slow. That's right, Nathaniel. She's all yours. And Melissa is available. Yeah, Melissa, send emails. Not to me. I don't want to see this and get tied up in your legalities. Toledo at 98kupd.com. I don't want it. You're going to be in court a lot. What did you see? What did you know? What's left behind? And if he left anything at your house, nah, just get rid of it. That's all evidence. Burn it. Don't go waiting for him to come back. Prediction. She'll slip. This isn't over. She can go back for some D? Here's why I think that. She knee-jerked the breakup five hours after she heard us tell her. So she did get on it. She jumped it and broke up with him last night, like immediately. There was no thinking about it. It was all knee-jerk. She also didn't think about the relationship when she was in it. She just kind of enveloped herself in all the newness of some guy liking her. 
Melissa. So she's going to go back to Chris Hansen's best uh, client there, <laughs> yeah, or what? The, I mean, the best of. She's preparing to her catch answers. a predator. It was years ago right. when that happened. She's she's going to have uh, Melissa. <laughs> I'm warning you right now. Time passes. He's really a good time guy. heals everything. If you're listening, Melissa, it's going to be a couple days. You're going that emotion's going to take over. You're going to have these powering first couple days, and then that's that. You know, the denial of ever having cared is going to go away and give way to sadness. And that's gonna. That's when the texts start coming. I can't believe you lied to me. And then he's gonna give you some funko. No, wasn't me, baby. I was set up. Yeah, other people are like John. You got to be careful because uh, this dude could be listening too and knows that he's been broken up with, and it's your fault. I'm not afraid of him. I'm, I'm, I'm over twelve years old. I can handle myself. <laughs> he's used to picking on kids. Isn't that weird though? And it is strange. But like again, you got to be super attractive. A lot of listeners bring up a good point. I don't think you legally have to tell the other person, but if they have kids, then you absolutely you have to. So I don't know if she has any kids or not. So. That's my. I don't know. The, I don't know the law. I don't know that one at all. Yeah. But I would assume. I would, yeah, that I'm would be assume. the case. I would assume whomever you start dealing with, you are legally obligated to tell. Them. Like your work probably has to know. I would say no on the kids because if she was, uh, you know, had the condo option, she's not bringing the kids over the condo. That's true. I mean, I, I, Brady, this girl's uh, was in right. Love. This is a Hallmark movie. She's yeah. going anywhere he is. But she would have mentioned that too, probably or not, because she's just ashamed. Because that would, I wouldn't mention that, it. I don't think. Yeah, you're right on that. But that would uh, make it real. She real quick. When people tell their story, that, that, that sure. would be oh, ending. You got a kid. Yeah. What are you thinking? Uh, people tell their story. They leave out the parts that make them look dumb. She didn't realize she was looking dumb already. She left the parts out there like, I can't tell this guy's got... I won't tell the boys that I have a kid, too, because that makes me look like a bad mom, and nobody does that. Anyway, it's crazy. So uh, you're out there, Melissa, and you're singling, but don't slip. I have a feeling she'll slip. We'll never know. She'll never text back, though. I slipped and had sex with the sex offender again. Uh, I dressed as uh, Shirley Temple one night and ordered off the kids' menu and drove him mad. <laughs> I bet you every time you got a grilled cheese or cut up hot dogs, this dude was like, oh, boy, it's the best date ever. I mean, there are exceptions. I mean, if Brittany Zamora comes to my door, well, that's you know, my I'm point. In. I'm in. Well, you know? Damn it all. <laughs> Here's my that's thing. about the only exception I can think Unlike of Unlike right Brady with Brittany Zamora, I would just, it would be like she's being interviewed by Congress. I would have <laughs> 10 million questions for Brittany Zamora. Before I inevitably tried to bag that, she was hot. Yeah, you're dumb. She's moving in immediately. <laughs> yeah, probably. In <laughs> a weird way, guys would be like, hey, I'm dating Britney Zamora. I got to tell all the neighbors. And then she's knocking on doors. Hi, I'm dating John down the road. And every guy would be like, oh, right. High five, bro. I can let you know also, I'm a sex perv. <laughs> hey, thanks for popping by. <laughs> every dude would be high five. And you're banging that man. Makes you feel younger. Yeah, yeah, I got Zamora and I. She's got a history. She's going for me. I'm also kind of like the Pope because, you know, I believe in second chances. (laughs) Yeah. Jody Arias and Brittany Zamora hopping fresh out of jail. I've been watching some Jody Arias documentaries and stuff. That, That was some... I forgot how freaky that got. She's bananas. Like, that... Yeah, but I think that's... Spoiled milk now. You think? She 40? I think it's just getting tighter. I don't know. She comes out of there. Let's see how she is. And she's staying in forever. And she's got to be like 35. Maybe 
Maybe a little older than that. Might be a little longer than that. Not 42. Oh, yeah. She's done. Expired. Never mind. I don't want her out of jail. 42 <laughs> and then the pen for 10. No, for, forget it. Yeah. Tomorrow, though. Let's see how old she is. Tomorrow's like got to be 33 or 4 by now. Brittany was a story. And I, all I would ask Brittany was like, okay, like the kid, he's not 12. I read the text between the two of you. It was a, incredible This how advanced he was. I'd have fallen for somebody. Did he have a proxy? I might have bought a car off of this kid. He was he was good. I know. It's just so sexy. And then and then the 12-year-old body didn't get to you? Well, I'm a very small girl. Oh, how old is she? I'm looking. It's... I think she was like 26. When yeah, she's she 27 when she got yeah. she got popped. Well, this is, it. This is how. <laughs> All right. See, we're perverts. Throwing the guns out. Yeah. That's legal for me. <laughs> yeah, I would be. I would probably. 20, I'd be, 27 when she got popped. What yeah. was that? 28? Like six, seven years ago. Yeah. So something like she's like 32 or 33, maybe a little older. But again, I'd be on the porch with her telling all the neighbors. Yeah, that's my new lady. She's got some news for you. I'm a sex offender. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. What does that mean? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got her under control now. She's with a man. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I, I still feel bad for that poor bastard that was married to her. Lost her to a sixth grader and then had to watch her go to the can. Yeah, Jody Arias did have, the one guy points out, he goes, she had a bit of an RV situation. There, there was a little of that. I don't think <laughs> I don't think you do a whole lot of... You know, untouched, unfiltered close-ups of the plumasticus mouth. Is that what those things are called? The Placostomus. Placostomus, yeah, the fish that suck on the bottom of the, the Oscars that are up on the glass. I don't think you can do a whole lot of close-ups of those on the ladies and get without, you know, making sure the angles are right. Jody did have that. I'm just taking a picture and sending it attitude, though. She didn't clean anything up. She was like, here, look, bam! And then it was send. There was no, ah, I, gotta, I better take another one. This one looks a little. Now she sent it. She had a send thumb, not one of those, you know, edits and put the magic glitter on it and make it put a little dog nose and some. She isn't Ariana Grande that day. <laughs> Ladies, if you're going to send a close up of that thing, put a filter on it. Because even good ones up close on a photo. Brittany's 32, so she's still. All right. Still in play. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> still in play indeed. And lesson learned. The odds of her doing that twice. If she does, man. Anyway. But it's different. it's different for a man. A dude doing it. He's terrible. So, Melissa, I'm glad you knee-jerked it, but you might have knee-jerked a little quick. That was a fast reaction, which means there's going to be spikes and dips in this whole entire story. And I appreciate you sharing it with us because it's great radio. But try to date a guy and have a couple questions, like right off the bat. So... What do you do for a living? Oh, I don't know. Work at a fire department and accounting for the city. Oh, that's great. Have you ever been in jail? That's <laughs> funny you should ask. Yes, <laughs> I have. And legally, I have to tell everyone in the restaurant right now about it. You're reminded. I don't know when that, when that turns on and when that turns off. But I would assume that all new relationships and any new dealings you have have to be like, by the way, I have to let you know. Like, it can't be September to never, and you're spending that much time at somebody else's house where you're about to move in with them. I think they have to say something. I think they, they may not have to tell the neighbors in the new neighborhood, but she has to know. I think she needs to know that. Well, a lot of them, that's where they get in trouble. 
they move into a neighborhood and they don't. And that's what I'm saying. So yeah. if you're dating somebody and you don't tell them, that's, and you can get in trouble for not telling a neighbor you never talked to, I would assume there's something in there where the guys like you have got to tell these people you're in that neighborhood. You know, four days a week, you cannot just be wandering all over the place. I don't know how it works, but I would I would hope that's a rule. Because otherwise, you can dupe some dumb girl who's uh, you know lustful for love, and she's my guess is Melissa's got a bag of like like mementos from other boyfriends that she can't let go of. She's probably got like a weird little hope chest. Melissa, you sound to me like the girl who's just your 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 retractable claws are out, and any dude that pays you enough attention is getting them sunk in, and you're gonna look past an awful lot of stuff. Let's give her Larry's number. Feel love. Oh my no, <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, you know what? Maybe. Come on, Melissa and Larry might be good for yes. each other. You might be right. They've both been through the ringer. I've had a couple of relationships that weren't necessarily kosher. Well, this would be kosher. This is definitely <laughs> kosher. She's been blessed by a rabbi. I think that's... You know what, Brett? At first, I immediately wanted to protect our friend Larry. This isn't a bad idea. Let's Melissa, it up. send your address to dtoledo at 98kupd.com. And pictures. Uh, yeah, definitely. And we're going to send Larry over to your house. And guess what? He won't have to tell anybody because Larry's an upstanding good person. That's another thing. A former child molester had a girlfriend. Larry's still waiting for that Miss Larry. Ah, we got to get Larry on there. Good-looking ladies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd rather date the... I almost moved in with a child molester. Is that a deal-breaker for you? My last boyfriend turned out was a child molester, and right before we moved in together, he told me. Uh-oh. Check. You're going to get my house burned down, or, like, we're definitely going to fall for a... Sk- Are you the flag lady from the Diamondbacks? <laughs> You're definitely going to send money to people. Melissa, that's what I think of you, and that's not fair, but I am a judgmental prick. Uh, you're probably susceptible to a scam. Like, you're going to be on a documentary someday about a guy who's got tons of money. You know, he shows you pictures of his private jet. He just needs five grand because all of his investments are tied up, and he's got to get out of Dallas and head to Ibiza real quick to do something. You're going to send him five grand because he loves you, and yet you never met him. I, I worry about people like Melissa very much. Yikes. Says, uh, when we hear a sex offender, we always assume kids were involved. But don't forget the guy who unzipped the body bag and banged dead grandma. Yeah, that's true. That's sex crime. But this guy yesterday in the email, uh, that's from Michael Young back at <laughs> Very true. I don't think, do you have to, yeah, you're a registered sex offender. I suppose you'd have to tell people you're that. putting them too. all in the same that you're a necrophiliac? I, mean, I, don't, I think if it's kids, it's immediate. I don't know if you but if then, banged you know, a dead if, person. And did he do time? Was he, he just have to? The don't dude? people get in trouble and they just have to register as a sex offender? Or well, you have they, to be convicted. I think you have to have a conviction against you. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to jail, but I think a judge has to say you are guilty. And now from here on out. Because you knew this yeah. was an underage person. You are you guilty of this, to. and your punishment may not be jail time, but is definitely, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're tagged with this forever. I think if you bang Granny in the bag like that guy did last year, uh, you're probably going to have to tell the neighbors, hey, you might have seen me on the news and stuff. But again, ladies, I'm not one for telling you how to live your lives, but Google. Google the dude. Google. Do a little retag. Don't ask some questions. Brady, ask some questions. Ask some questions. Especially if you like, uh, you know, you like a bad boy. Well, you want to declare. (laughs) 
But is that you want to ask some Is questions. that like biker style bad boy or is oh, that some the creepiest girl, yeah. bad boy in the world? Like you're thinking he's like strutting around like Fonzie with a couple of kids in his past. I see Jared bad boy when I think of child molesters. They try to blend in. Well, that's why I'm saying ask questions. Like, no, I mean, always ask something. questions. Always Google. Google's Google's the greatest gift of all time for that kind of stuff. I could see 40 years ago, you were like, wow, it turns out he got you know some crimes. There. I own 40 companies. Right. Or do you? Let me, What? which ones? Let's take a, I'm, Google. <laughs> There's going to be so much Googling this week right. from the Phoenix Open. Oh, completely. The Google's going to break. And also do it right in front of the dude telling you what he does. I was at the Phoenix Open once with a Polynesian listener, Hawaiian kid, who just, I tell this story every year. He, we looked down the list of golfers. And found a guy who got cut on a Friday. We were there on Saturday. I said, I'm going to be this guy this weekend. And it just said J Day. He didn't even know his first name. Just his initial and day. And he looked enough like a golfer who has now turned into be a pretty damn good golfer. Isn't it Jason Day? Is that right? Yeah, yeah Jason Day. And he's going around telling girls, I'm J Day. I'm, I'm, he dressed like a golfer. He found out what, what uh, the sponsors were. And he's telling me. I'm like, and it was working. There were girls like, who's that? And his friends would be like, oh, that's uh, he got cut yesterday. He's got a bad thumb. That's Jason. That's Sticking Jay around Day. for the weekend. And the girls were are you golfing the tournament? He was like 5'3". The guy was a little tiny. And I was sitting there watching the magic. And I'm like, none of these girls with a phone in hand. This wasn't more than six, seven years ago. A phone in hand. Hi. Hi. Did you? Are you going next week to the next tournament? Oh, yeah. I got. No, I don't even. I don't remember where it is. Like they have a, every year. It's the same places. And they were just enamored by it. Just Google him. Is this really him? The smart ones did. The dumb ones were right there, and the dumb ones were the hot ones. Now, he emailed me back, I remember. He did not close. What? No, he he didn't. He I think he was playing the scam thinking it wouldn't work, and when it got further than he thought, he he, he hadn't planned for that. When I'm he bailing. had to bring her out I'm to bailing. his Corolla. I'll tell you, exactly. I'll tell you this, though. His friend did. The big tall one, I think, was a closer. One of the guys at his table grabbed one of the... The fall-offs, because he wasn't telling the tales, but I think he got nervous that he was going to get beaten up by a couple of these girls when they found out that he wasn't Jason Day. But Google, right in front of him, if I told you, yeah, well, I've got 10 companies and I'm, uh, oh, yeah, what are your companies? I've had people do that to me. What do you do? I'm on the radio. I do a radio show. Really? What station? I tell them. Next thing you know, they're over on their phones. Is this you? They're showing pictures, and I'm like, unfortunately, yeah, that's a photo of me. Thanks for making today worse. It looks just like you, this sloth-like creature I found on my phone. <laughs> yeah, it's me. I like people that do that, too. They'll show a picture of you to you and say, is this you? I'm like, you're looking at me. You're looking at me and a picture of me. If it you is, can't figure it, it out, yeah, if you can't figure out, Sherlock Holmes, that, yes, you've made a match here. Don't go on concentration anytime soon. Just said you were John Jay. <laughs> no, that's not me. I'm but John the surgery Jay. Didn't work I'm John Jay. <laughs> My surgery turned me into Holmberg. It's amazing. Oh, I'm an idiot. Google. Yes, you are. It is the Phoenix Open weekend. If you're not Googling the dude you're talking to, you're probably falling for something. We are men. We lie for your affection. Google's kind of ruined it. It stepped their game up. Some of the better liars have figured out how to use Google to get the dumb girls to spend money on us. It's pretty impressive. Dr. Phil wouldn't have a show uh, every Thursday if it wasn't for women who are like, I just wanted love and he told me everything and I finally felt seen and heard. 
and you knew not to look into it. Right, because that might ruin it. The reason women don't Google is because deep down they know this is too perfect, and if I find anything bad, it's going to ruin it. I'm just going to ride this wave. No questions. There's a reason why life feels good is because I don't know the reality of it. Background checks. This one says, I did three different background checks, and they all showed something different. Do your goddamn research, ladies. Yeah. I don't even know how to do a background check, but... Guys don't care. She's hot. Right. A oh, banger. Yeah. Oh, she was in jail for a while. I don't care. She learned something in jail. Like, we are... We're going to do something stupid. And we'll send money, but we'll do it. Like, you guys don't have to scam us. Can I have $5,000? Can I see your... Yes. All right, here you go. All right. <laughs> Venmo. Yeah, what, what, what do you take? Apple Pay, Venmo, what do you want? Cash. I'll be right back. <laughs> He's going to give me money, and all I have to do is show him a snooch. Yeah, I'm going to bang that, this chick. Does that work? I'm going to email uh, Brittany Zamora <laughs> tomorrow. Right. Any hey, more money you, on your commissary card? I got you. I'm going to send you a pack of smokes and three grand <laughs> on your card. You're going to be eating that lasagna for the rest of your life on me, baby. She's not allowed to talk to any of us. I wonder if Brittany can take visitors. We should find out. I always get an email from somebody that says, I worked with Brittany Zamora's husband, and don't feel bad for him. That was a unique man. Let's just leave it there. Yeah, that guy's emailed me the same thing. He's unique. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means, but. Yeah. Brittany fell for him, too. He's a eunuch? No, 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 unique. He's spelled spelled totally different. There's a Q in one of them. Uh, it's 617. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Big show today. We've got, uh, and we'll ask Kevin Rowe. He's going to come in here later this morning from Learner and Rowe. If you're a sex offender, do you have to tell uh, people who have you know, become permanent parts of your lives? If you've got to tell your neighbors, I would imagine you have to some, have some sort of obligation to people that you're spending all that time with. It's not like you have to tell the waiter, but if you're dragging somebody around in your life for four months, I'm assuming there's a legal obligation to tell them. I think. Maybe. If not, we need to change the law. I've done that before. Before we take this any further, could you tell your kids something? <laughs> right. <laughs> something I need to talk to you and the family about. Why are you so hard? Because it's really sexy what I'm about to say. Uh, anyway, give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. Also got Michael Lombardi today. for the, from the uh, He's one of the most uh, – I, I remember Caliendo and I uh, talked to him on his podcast. And Michael Lombardi from the NFL – used to be the NFL Network. Now he does his own podcast. And dude is just awesome. Just straightforward, cool just straight straight to the point about football and uh, i have a few weird questions for him immediately about uh all that the nfl's pushing and doing cuz he's got his ugh, this thing he worked for the raiders and the 49ers he was he's got a history he's great so we'll talk to him as uh, super bowl week is on us and the insanity that ensues give us that wake up song we'll scream it together it's 98 kupd wake up Hey, it's not weird it's pretty cool actually no membership fee i have heard enough of this All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Uh, Jimmy can come in if he wants to, but uh, this is a 
the Pratt moment for me. It's local. I don't think Jimmy needs to come in for this. It wasn't Blake Shelton. I didn't even know this dude was sick, but I don't pay attention to country music at all. But Toby Keith died last night, uh, and people are like, oh, he has Phoenix tie. He, the, the, the bars and Gilbert. Yeah. Toby Keith and stuff like that. Um, I uh, initially had my Dave Pratt moment. Now, if you don't know the guy who used to do radio here years and years and years ago, is uh, an insufferable uh, windbag of absolute and garbage and uh, one of the worst people on the planet. And ask anybody who's ever worked with him, nobody tells you different. He does a thing all the time where he mourns the loss of a celebrity and he pretends to have known them. And oftentimes it is just a terrible, egregious lie that turns out to be about him. And it's hilarious. Well, I almost Timelines had, don't almost, match up. Right. I almost had one. Oh, that never matches up. George Carlin and him were best friends on George Carlin. James never, Brown. James Brown yeah, came yeah. in and he... He named his band, it's, but that's if you listen to his book, which is the, the biography that was never mentioned. You'd think if James Brown named your band, that would be something you stuck oh, yeah. with as a story. But it's changed several times. It's just it's hilarious how delusional this mother is because he's a, he's worthless. But I almost had one of those moments. And it's a good thing I don't have Twitter because when I found out Toby Keith died, I thought to myself, I remember because I don't I don't like have a wall of pictures of me with celebrities. I just don't care. That much, it's kind of a funny thing. It's like, I, you know, some people in radio have, like, all these things they want to keep, and I don't really want to do that. It seems creepy to me. But some, sometimes I'm excited to see somebody meet him. I remember at the old radio station, we had Camel Country uh, down the hall for a little while, and I was doing the afternoon show at uh, The Zone. And I remember the hallway to the outside was right there by... The country station was the last thing you passed as you went down the straight hallway. So I leave there to go to the bathroom, and in walks this giant of a man. I mean, he's a big dude. And I just remember, I, I, I will never forget. Excuse me. That was oh, it. That, that the voice. voice. Well, it's, you're on it with me then. Excuse me, how are you? Like, hey, man, what's going on? And, uh, and I remember shaking hands with him, and somebody introduced me. I'm like, oh, wow, how about that? And I said, all right, well, Camel's right here. And I kind of walked him right in there because I was heading out. They were heading in. And I walked right in, and I talked to whoever was producing Big Shoe Stooge uh, mm-hmm. show. And I said, hey, uh, this dude's here. And he goes, ah! And they start hugging and talking. And it's marvelous to see you there, Stooge. <laughs> and this thundering voice. And I'm like, wow, what a presence this guy had. And when Toby Keith died, I thought to myself, what a marvelous thing. And I was telling a friend of mine, I'm like, I remember meeting him. And he goes, you didn't meet him. I'm like, what? And he goes... No, that was Trace Atkins. Trace like, Atkins, I right. Was like, <laughs> yeah. Lamenting the loss of a guy who's still around. Never met him. I'm like, is he the guy that's on the Wounded Warrior commercial? Yeah, nope, is that that's Trace, Trace Atkins. Atkins. Yeah. That's that, and me too. Yeah. Just giant country star. So yeah. I had no idea. But if I was, but then I started thinking if I was Pratt, that would have been a story out of time. I remember when he came in, I shook hands with him. He's a big thunder guy. He said, hey, mayor, I know when you move from rock to country and it all becomes about that insufferable prick gas bag of human shit. Carbon mask, just disgusting waste of flesh, Dave. Or he's way off. A lot of love, family affair. Oh, I missed That's it by Brian a mile. Keith. Yeah, I missed it by a mile. So evidently I never met Toby Keith. I had to pee really bad. I was just a big white guy. And then I discovered this. All country musicians, I guess I'm a racist towards them, look exactly alike to me. Because I had to look it up this morning. I'm like, am I sure that wasn't who I thought it was? Toby's it's, blonde hair, right? I still, even looking at pictures of the two of them, it's that damn hat. They wear that stupid hat that I still don't understand. Keeps the sun and the rain off your head. It isn't rainy and it's not. Just stop it with the hat, the big dumb hat. 
And, and, and was Toby the uh, solo cup guy, Red Solo yes. Cup? So that's how I remember yeah. that is because the band, uh, every time we have a dead celebrity that sings, uh, the Sodomizing Linda thread starts up. All right, which one are we going to do in October for the Night of the Singing Dead? And it's either Red Solo Cup, which I'm familiar with, or the other one, which is uh, I Love This Bar. I don't know that one at all. But I probably know, know if you heard it. Probably. And then my IQ would, <laughs> then my IQ would be going, dirt, 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 dirt. And I'd start licking windows because that's what country music does to a person. But Red Solo Cup is enough of a quick hitter that I won't go as Yeah, you could do a little on. mini version. Well, we'll probably do the whole thing. I'd do a mini so, version. so easy to remember. Oh, dirt, 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 dirt. Uh-oh, I'm licking a window. Was that it? Hitchhiker. Yeah, that's, we not got a, that's not the voice. We got losers, chain smokers, and boozers. Oh, for Christ's sake! I don't know. Yuppies. Which one's this? We got. I love this bar. We got. Everybody knows. Dirt, 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 and the girls next door dress up like movie stars. Oh, that's not what rhymes with that. The girls next door dress up like horse. Yeah. Wow. Really? Are you? Have you all been lobotomized? How is this good? I'm sorry to speak ill of the past, but doesn't mean he's a bad guy. Just got truckers. Actually, we I heard got he was a very nice guy. You can always change the words. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can do. No one would know. You got a weird Alan. Yeah. Early birds and I love this scar. I love the cigar. It's veteran bourbon. Dog. It's a car. It's alcohol. Well, I, you know, I, I, I hate the song. I'm sorry, I'm not doing that one. That is dreadful. Yeah, stick with Solo Cup. What's Red Solo Cup sound? Uh, one we'll do for nice. But he's, you know, I don't want to, you know, crush the guy because he passed on. I don't know his story, and I don't know him. I sure miss Trace Atkins, evidently, because that's what I thought of when he passed. Now, this is Red Solo Cup. That guy's voice, though. Holy smokes. Oh, a oh, good. I want to see now Marty play a banjo. Solo Cup is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals. And you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking glass. You got it. He said testicle. Uh, where's the nearest window? <laughs> I love licking windows. Kiss my they should give away free pieces of plexiglass at country shows. Oh, I'll fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have oh, God. A party. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I love you, Red All right, everybody. Pick up your plexiglass and start to licking. I think you had a um, relative uh, extensive background of football, too, Toby Really it could be Trace Atkins. Don't know. You don't know that. You're like me right now. I think it was Toby. Because when I was telling the story, you're like, yeah, that voice. You were wrong, too. Yeah. Excuse me. I'll never forget that, though. It was like Darth Vader walked in the room. Who's banquet? <laughs> More than <laughs> it that. It could have been him. It was, even, <laughs> it was even bigger. It was like Trace Atkins. And now that we've now Toby Keith has passed, Trace Atkins, I really want to talk about him a lot. Because uh, that voice rattled the hall. Me. Here's some uh, Trace Atkins. smoke, here. that dude's voice. I just want to let you boys know. Turn it up, song. I'm going to miss that. Toby Keith Curry. All right, boy. That thing. This is her favorite song. You know her, right? That's that's right? That's that's good and loud. She might get up and dance again. You got to pee and he talks, it vibrates. You start dribbling a little. I got to get oh, out of here. Oh, she put her beard down. 
Here she comes, here she comes. Better hope he doesn't die, too. No kidding. Hustlers shooting eight ball, throwing darts at the wall. Oh, God. It's just, I don't know how people do it. I really don't. It's so simple. Like, rock music has simplicity, but... Maybe rather than Red Solo Cup, I, How You Like Me Now. That's Is that the Toby, Toby Keith, Keith song? That, you look that's that. the first Hang one. Hey, like me now. Yeah, I think. And it is. Look, white people, country music is for those of you who absolutely can't dance. And I don't want to hear line dancing. It's easy. I can learn it in 10 seconds, and I can't dance. Who's this sending is, you over the. Uh, yeah, this is Toby, Toby Keith. Keith. He's Googling. I just, oh, okay. Unlike the girl who's dating that uh, sex matter, Brady's Googled Toby Keith. Yeah, I was always a crazy one. Stop flicking the window, honey. Turn the music off, Mom. Makes you do it. Alright, yeah, see, I, I can't do it. I uh I pulled up to a stoplight the other day and a guy was listening to country music. And I'm it's wrong of me to think this immediately, but I do it. I'm just like dumb. <laughs> I just assume that dude's probably gonna just veer off the wrong way or miss a light or something. Just dumb. I don't get it. Call me dumb back. You can fight back if you like it. There are certain things you like that you don't have to have everyone else like. Some people think it's stupid. Me. I'm not saying Toby Keith is a bad person. I'm not saying I don't know his music. But it was evidently it was shocking, too, because uh, he was so young. And that's the scary part. He's 62. But again, that's the last time people call you young if you're in your 60s. You're only called young if you pass away in your 60s. Otherwise, you're not young at all. Oh, there's a song called Bootin' Your Ass is the American Way, apparently. That's good. American flag in a truck in my dog. Never imagined I'd make it this far. Then you married in the money, girl. Ain't in a cruel and funny world. He took your dreams and he tore them apart. He never comes Here we go. home and you're always in on and yeah. you kids gave you pride down the hall. Quick licking of that window right now. We get to the chase, man. I thought we were putting foots in asses. Yeah, kick an ass. I don't. I'm sorry. He's gone. Courtesy of the red one. I'm sorry. If I can find that. Sorry, he's passed. I don't like that he's gone. But yeah, because you're gonna have to sing it now. Pratt's already done a uh, eulogy. One of the kindest artists I've ever known. Already, he's a, and me too. Although it was Trace Atkins, he was very nice to me when he moved me out of the way in the hallway. And I guarantee you, the eulogy will all be about uh, him. Give it three lines; it'll turn into Dave. Of course, it was. Uh, this is Dave's eulogy for him. Was how Toby told Dave how awesome he is. Yeah, that's always what it is. He gave me a genuine Oklahoma grin and a hug and slapped me on the back and said, You got balls, brother. I give you total respect. That's the eulogy for a guy who passed. Not about what you say about him. No. It's how awesome he thought you were. Sickening. It's sickening, and it's a constant. He'd visit in Arizona, and he'd lift my young son Sammy into his arms and say, What's up, stud? No, he didn't. He never, ever did. It's all lies and delusion, and that guy makes me sick. I almost did it, though, to be honest, because I started to say, I remember meeting that guy. I wasn't going to say anything good or bad. I had to pee, 
And we were in the doorway at the same time. Turns out it was a different dude. But they all look alike to me. All country people look alike to me. And there's a certain aspect that they'll come back with all rock guys look alike. There's a fact to that, too. Hey, John, would you stop, please? I can barely see out my window, and the windshield wipers aren't working. I've licked the window so wet. Yeah, it's, it's I don't like playing it. It's, for, it's a window-licking theme song. This one says, spin up courtesy of the red, white, and blue. That's it. That's what. Is that this? Yeah. Uh, this is, yeah. Been going for I will say this, though. Most of the time, the country music guys are really nice. Oh, yeah. Like, there's something about how... They, I did a year and a half in country, country. music. Yeah, that explains it. Yeah. That'll slow a man down. Another 10 years, you should be back to normal. It takes off 30 years of your brain. I've cleansed. Yeah, but you still, it's affected you. It's a head injury. It's a head injury. You never get rid of it. Yeah. It's like a stroke. You may think you're back all the way, but everybody else sees it. Every now and then, I want to do butterfly kisses. I don't know what that is. Is that a song? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's played at weddings. Brett probably plays Long time. I had someone that went to a wedding last week. Ugh. Like, oh, they played it. Oh, man. Oh, this guy. This guy's pissed off. He likes Toby Keith. You can like him. It doesn't mean I have to. I, and it, I don't like his music. He's probably a hell of a nice guy. Everybody in country I've ever met was really nice. I went to... Uh, my, my old my Kevin, my friend Kevin, who passed away, was a, a program director of a country station, and he would call me every once in a while. Hey, Johnny, I'm down the street. You want to come meet me for dinner? I've got a record duck. He always said, I got a record duck with me and uh, some new uh, country person that we're, you know. And I'm like, sure. So I remember going to Wally's with him. Yeah, it'd be 2012 or 13 because it was right before he passed away. And there's this young girl at the table, very pretty, and. uh and we're all talking, and then I said, "Who's this?" And he goes, "Oh, that's the artist. Like, they're pushing her hard on me right now. She's got an album coming out next month." And he was right before Kevin passed away. And we, we're sitting there talking. It was Kelsey Ballerina. Mm-hmm. I had no idea who that was. I still like I saw I her on the Grammys, and I'm like, "That's that girl. She's done all right. Super nice. Like, yeah, but uh, they always wanted to like really be nice. To, like, country people are really weird about that. Rock guys and rap guys are probably the worst." about wanting to be friends with the people who helped them, like music. Corey Taylor is great. There's a few guys who will come in. We're going to talk to the guys from Chevelle tomorrow. Some of those dudes I think are really the rock good, has gotten better. They because, have to. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, they're only, they have to promote. They're bad at promotion. They just think they're going to do it on their own. Well, and, uh, and they're you know not com- getting as much um, marketing dollars and push. The country music people are super cool to the radio guys. Like They do give them a lot of like time. And they're really cool. Well, I, I thought I knew Toby Keith for two seconds. I thought I had a story about that, but I don't. That was Trace Atkins. So. Trace Atkins a big dude, too. John, if you don't like it, shut the F up and quit playing it. Toby Keith would have beat your ass, by the way. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, he'd crush you. What era? Because <laughs> I'm pretty not, sure. Not probably in the last year. <laughs> yeah, John. Let's not start talking about fist fighting the guy that would have made me a bad guy. What can you bench? <laughs> I'm currently right now I'm in treatment. Oh, Ugh, bad guy. Oh, there you go. You can sing this one. What's this? this I should have been a cowboy. Yeah, I might do this. I'll bet you never heard of Marshall. I just don't get it. 
And you don't have to like what I like, and I don't have to like what you like. I'm not a country music fan. I don't like lullabies for adults. Sorry. Look at this mullet and stuff. Live? Oh, he had a hell of a mullet. Whoa. Toby Keith's hair was electric white guy. That That is a... That is Oklahoma. That is awesome, is what that is. That is awesome. I'm, I'm enjoying that mullet a lot. That's 94, maybe? Should have been a cowboy must have come out right around there. Close. Yeah, okay, I was going to say, that's a 93-94 mullet. Man. That was achy-breaky heart mullet. That's pretty good. Well, it's sad that he's passed. And he did have all those. What happened to those bars? Uh, well, then it went to, did it go to Dirk's Bentley? Or did no, Toby Keith close? And then that Dirk was the one Bentley in Mesa. He got that's screwed right. by his uh, by his business partner, apparently. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That was the one in Mesa Riverview, right? Yep. Yeah, that was a beast of a bar. I remember when that opened, it was just a monster. And that was going to change Mesa Riverview. And then something goofy happened and no one ever went. It's Mesa Riverview. That's the problem. It's because it's in Mesa. And they closed at 10 o'clock, especially. That, yeah. Anyway. And now it's getting a little revival. Major Riverview? Yeah. Or they're putting some new stuff in there. Great. They can keep trying all they want. Better get something amazing. Well, that's my story on how I met Toby Keith. It was Trace Atkins. That's a good one. Thanks, Dave. Excuse me. Cool. Sure. Go right in here. And then he introduced himself, and evidently I did zero kind gentleman stuff in remembering his name. And I just remember this giant dude standing there with a beard. Excuse me. Yeah. First one in, too, which is normally not the case with celebrities. They always let their handlers go in, and they walk by. He, that door opened, and he was walking around. I'm like, holy smokes, is a big dude. So, Toby Keith, uh, never move. But, Trace Atkins, I sure miss you. Why don't you get out of my way, young man? Yes, that's happening immediately. I have to pee, and the vibrations from your voice are making it, so I think I might do more than pee. I have what's called a brown noise voice. It makes you poop your pants. Yeah, I was not prepared for that. So that's my Trace Atkins story. Toby Keith passed away, and I thought they were the same guy. I had to look, and even still, I had to think about it. Hold on a second. I could still be it. And then I, I actually Googled how tall was Toby Keith, and he's 6'3". And I'm like, no, this dude was like 6'7", the one I met. And that's when I realized, oh, yeah, that's Trace Atkins. And that's when my friend said, you didn't meet Toby Keith. That was Trace Atkins. Like, I know. Because I remember going back to the studio going, there is a behemoth of a human being that just walked in and gave me the beep, beep. And we made fun of it on the air for a little bit. Down there at the old country station, we had ourselves a run in. But uh, all I had to do was drop, like, rudimentary addition in front of him, and I could have gotten out of there. Here, here's some, you know, ooh, we're into the... Division. Here's some division for it. Well, that's going to take me a couple of days. Give me just enough time to get away from it. You pissed me off with the addition, and then you added division? <laughs> Ain't going to happen. I was going to kill a young man for the USA. He tried to make me do a little more math today. Dirt, 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 lick a window. I like watching fast cars go turning left over and over again. My daughter's palate is cleft. <laughs> I need money for her in the USA. Licking them windows every day, slurp, slurp. Glass feels so good on my tongue. Yeah, I want to do that. I want to set my Luke Lucas, my uh, country... Uh, 
singer I write for. We haven't done the album yet. My friend Marty is Luke Lucas. I wrote 13 songs in about an hour and a half one day, watching the Country Music Awards, thinking I can't. We got to put that album out. We have to record, and uh, and the whole album cover is just gonna be a guy in a cowboy hat trying to lick a window, but the hat keeps getting in the way. And that's one of the songs. I licked a window, but my hat gets in the way. I'd like to lick your window, but my hat gets in the way, and I don't take my hat off for anyone any day. Dirt, 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 dirt. That's what the whole audience does. They don't cheer. They just derp, derp. That should just be, that should be one song right there, the derp, derp. <laughs> derp, 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 derp in the USA. Derp, 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 derp. My dog is gay. Derp, derp. It's the anthem song. <laughs> I got a pickup truck and an old dog named Blue. We're driving to get to you. Derp, derp. You got the cleanest windows in town, derp, derp. I can't wait to lick them down. USA, derp, 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 derp. We're going to derp, derp your windows and derp, derp, derp. <laughs> They're pretty good songs, actually. If you, <laughs> There's a guy writing country going, if you just get rid of the, the nonsense, these guys are putting together some melodies. Park my truck by the side of the road And the lawman drove by And guess what he saw A man licking windows from inside his Ford His dog was dying Cause I forgot to feed him Derp, 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 derp USA, derp, derp Guns and dogs in the USA I'm drunk, derp, derp Licking windows all day Derp We're gonna find out who's the loudest Left side of the audience Don't go, me won't go see how derp, derp how about over here? Dab, 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 dab. That's some good derp derping, gang. Pick up your plexiglass. We're going to lick some glass. Anyway, that's my eulogy. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Probably a very nice man, but doesn't mean I like his music. That's where I... That's where I live. This guy says, I like listening to country music sometimes, but you're right. It is simple. But I can think that's why I like it. I have it. one guy that I play golf with pretty regularly, and he it's country in the fairways. I'm like, I'm going to cut myself. At J-Bell? Yeah. Name names? Yeah. <laughs> like enough. Says, uh, this guy says, it gives a feeling of a simple way of life and a slower pace. Right. Because it's for slow brain people. It's nice every so often to escape the business. That's true. But I don't want to escape it by losing brains, brain cells. It's the same thing as getting really high. I look at it like, or heroin. Like, what are you doing? other ways to slow down. In fact, this one says, skip to 153 in red, white, and blue. Does he derp derp in that? Give me red, white, and blue at 153. Oh, the speakers is one thing. It doesn't... Tra- live? Stop it. Got a whole room of derp derps. It's more fun. You're saying this, the speakers is... What? Over the radio. Country music. Different live. It, uh, I think it... Plays better. I did. I did five and a half years in country radio. It's the same live. In, yeah, is this one fifty three? Uh, hang on, I'm trying. I think the. Uh, but I'm saying the the concert and stuff. The people that attract. They're and the, great. It's a. Fu- it's just a party. Oh, they're great. Right. But they're drunk and it's they're dumb. It's a simple party. A group. Yeah. <laughs> Look, out six nights. Let me tell you this. Days. Uh, it was kind of fun hanging out with the special ed kids. They sure they, they kept it simple. They had some fun. It was a little noisy at times, and uh, there was an occasional hot girl in there that couldn't do math. She didn't know why she was in the room, but they put her in there. They're starting at one forty-eight. Same as the country. Here we go. 
Back them windows. Come, justice will be served and the battle will rage. This oh, big dog this will fight when you rattle his cage. And you'll be sorry that you messed with the USA. I don't even know this song. I know that one. You mentioned his dog in the USA already. Because we'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Yeah, it's not. Put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking her fist. The bells in the background, too. Right, you kids get off my ocean. Statue of Liberty never shook her fist. That's the opposite of the meaning of the Statue of Liberty. She was welcoming. She was never going, get out of here, you immigrant. I'm sorry. It's the music. I don't want to negate the man's passing. He's probably a really nice person. I just can't tolerate that music. Excuse me. Yeah, wrong guy. I, was just, I can't. I'm not, that's why I don't do like, like, oh, I could never have Twitter for that very reason. I would have probably tweeted that immediately if I was a Twitter person. I'm like, oh, I remember meeting him at uh, Camel. He had such a deep voice. People were like, no, he didn't. And then my friend would have told me you didn't meet him. Then I'd delete it. I'd be like, what did you do? Now you don't like him? I'm like, I don't know what happened. I should have just shut my mouth. Well, he didn't have like a Trace Adkins deep voice. It was, it was no one does. I've never yeah, heard a like voice a tra- like that. Like the dude tra- said two words to me, and I've never felt words before. I've never, like, you could be deaf and go, there's Trace Atkins. Like, you you could, it, it was a huge sound. I'm going to see if I can find that veteran's ad that Trace Atkins voice. That, that's the one. That's, that's him one that tempering know. it, yeah. and it's like, yeah. the veteran of the United States of America. I'm like, have you yeah. been sucking on the air conditioner? What is going on? <laughs> there's only a few people in the world who know exactly how things are. Veterans are one of them. They've seen things we are. Like, are you taking over the planet? Now I'm going to make noises that only sea creatures can hear. Me and the manatees. Yeah. (laughs) I've rallied the mammals under the water, and we're going to fight some Arabs. Deep down inside, you all knew I was a country merman. That voice was insane. This guy makes a good point. Country music sucks, but damn, if them shows aren't full of oh, smoke shows. Look, I, oh, I say yeah. that all the time. Country Ro- Thunder. Rock and roll blew it. We used to have that. We yep. used to we used to be fun. And again, it was back when rock and roll was as dumb as it's ever been. There's something to be said for stupid music that brings out hot girls. Because Holly Bach on Channel 3 won't shut up about how much she loves country music. And she's hot. And she dressed up as a country girl on Saturday. For some parade, salute! Holy, Parada del Sol was that was it? That was the one, and she was bananas for it. She just like it just made her come to life. Like she just liked being dressed up like that, which I think is how if you let a five year old say pick anything you want to wear, more than likely they'd dress up like that: cowboy hat and like weird boots and like they they that's how a five year old would dress himself. And these are adults, Uh, but yeah. We had it with rock when it was, you know, the dopes, the Warrants and Cherry Pie and Cinderella. And the girls showed a slaughter. They were there because it was dumb people music. It was just simple and stupid. And then all of a sudden, grunge showed up and made everyone sad. And then everyone was mad at their dad. And that hasn't changed at all. Although there's a few. There's a few out there that are trying to bring one back. When I was at Royal Blood, I was like, ah, the fun's back. Like, they're not singing about how sad dad is. Oh, they didn't have anybody around them. <laughs> Some guy just eating. <laughs> Typical Jew. 
good at writing so- good at writing songs and starting fights. <laughs> That's a good song right there, a good country song. Met myself a typical Jew, wrote me a song and started to punch. Good at fighting, good at writing. That's my typical Jew. This guy's got a great title for one of your country songs. Licking glass and kicking ass. <laughs> yeah, the USA. <laughs> It's not bad. We're out there licking glass and kicking ass. It's the way of USA. Derp, derp to you. Derp, derp back to you. <laughs> it's just dopey. But they do have smoking hot ladies. <laughs> this guy says, if you'll remember, John, I think Trace Atkins' voice is the earthquake. That's true. Oh, yeah. The core duck. Black. If you hear if you hear Trace Atkins, just go. Folks, I got a little announcement to make. Black. Center of the earth's about to erupt. The core is coming up together. It was it was bone chilling hello. I never heard anything like it. And here's what I know today. It wasn't Toby Keith. <laughs> it was a different dude. I met a couple of country singers when they worked at Camel. They, that was the one thing. They used to always roll in. Radio doesn't have that anymore. And you know whose fault that is? Uh, it's radio. Yeah. Is this yeah, just, no matter this, how yeah. big. They, yeah, they, they just, they, yeah, radio radio knobs and, and uh, you know, it's the bosses and the suits that are like, no, they, they've never allowed, none of the presenters or DJs or anybody on uh, radio knows how to talk to somebody. They, and because they're so afraid, their boss is going to come and go. That went too long. Uh, what were you doing? Why didn't you give the? You, you got to do the time and the weather because that's sponsored by our. Air, yeah, the air conditioning company will get mad if you didn't do the sponsor for the t- the time and temp. Uh, it's, it's great talking to you, Trace. It's, it's seven thirty. Brought to you by Believable Bill. That's Trace Atkins. That was oh, no, on yours. There you go. For Wounded Warrior Project continues. Your support is even more important now because the greatest casualty. Is being forgotten. I was in a hospital. Has a beautiful speaking voice. Boy, I miss I miss him. <laughs> Hope I meet him again. Yeah, but every time I'd walk down the hall in that radio building, they'd have another star coming in, like big ones too. They weren't screwing around. Look, in that year and a half area, there's three people: uh, Johnny Cash. When you were in the time, yeah, that's insane that he would ever yeah. come in and talk in the to a same, radio show. Like presence that you're talking about, man. Johnny Cash carried more than just his voice. That dude had been around by the time you met him. He was 30, 30 exactly. years into the this tail and end, like, and, he, and he was still coming in. Yeah, still doing that. George Strait met him. He was pretty. George Strait was one that walked into the building once. Uh, that was a weird one. Yeah. He was uh, the uh, he was he had a presence. Yeah, I went and saw Pure Country, uh, the movie. When that came out with uh, the Brian Adams girl. God, did you get laid? I hope. Okay. The only reason I went. And the best part about Pure Country was he wanted to be an actor. This is a, this is how dumb George Strait was. I remember watching him. I want to be an actor. I want to just explore the world of acting. And they're like, all right, let's talk about your new movie, Pure Country. I won't touch the girl that's been cast as my wife because I don't want my real wife to think that I've ever done that. Well, then you're not acting, are you? I can't. And so he wouldn't have any kisses with any uh, oh, another woman on that. Like, then what are you doing? Like, pl- you're playing a role. I won't do that to my real wife. It's acting. Nobody said you had to mean it. No, I won't do that. And they also have to call me George in the movie, or I won't answer to anybody. 
I can't figure out what they mean when they call me by a different name. I would do anything for acting, <laughs> but I won't. I won't be. do that. I won't do that. <laughs> you got to kiss your wife, George. It's like, nope, nope. Uh, you know, we should change the name of this movie from Pure Country and just drop the R-Y. <laughs> You're acting like a <laughs> George, kiss the girl. Can't do it. Wife might see that on screen. And get. You think that your wife's going to get mad if you make a movie and kiss a girl? George, you didn't tell me about this. Who is that girl? That's my co-star, darling. Why are you making out with her in front of all these folk? That's how dumb country music is. Why He was worried his wife wouldn't get it. <laughs> yeah, Took an exorbitant amount of money. I'm a huge star in a movie. But he walked down the hall. Stupid. Hat. All that. But he was... Pressed the, jeans. The best thing about George Strait was... Oh. Yeah. He was put together. He stood in the middle of the hallway, and I remember when the ladies came by, he took his hat off. I'm like, damn it. Ladies? Not, that's good stuff right there. I feel like I'm on a corral or <laughs> He took his cap off. Ma'am. And the lady that was walking by, I won't use names of Brady, I know who I'm talking about. Whore. <laughs> like, she was not a ma'am. She didn't deserve a hat off at all. This girl would have boned him in the bathroom. Ma'am. Like, you missed that one. Swing and a miss, George Strait. That lady is going to the bathroom to unload her lunch, if you know what I'm saying. And it ain't coming from the back. Ma'am. Yeah. Well, it, it was a weird thing. And then you got, now what do we have as guests? Sebastian Bach comes in here. It's like, Jesus Christ, these guys are anything but respectful and fun. Corey Taylor's fun. I liked hanging out with him. But we don't have that. You know, country music does have us there in a big way. Is that they they hang out together. Cool I thought the, the, the Metal God was pretty pleasant. Metal God was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't like doing that either. No. Yeah, he doesn't like popping into radio stage. He doesn't trust that it's not going to go sideways because there are so many. All those comedians that come in wrong here. so many times. I can't tell you how many times the mics go off and the comedians are like, God, radio's the worst. That was actually fun. They come in with such a yep. low bar we can't miss. They hate it. And I can't blame them. I've met people in radio, too. It's miserable to think about going into their sleep. Sebastian said the same thing. He was oh. hesitant on coming in. He had no idea what to yeah. expect, and he thought we were going to get him. And we had an hour and ten minutes of Sebastian that was just a blast. Bus is parked out front. Everyone else asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Jesus Christ. You don't have to move, little lady. I'm a man, but you're not compared to you. You're absolutely right. Okay. Ma'am. Yeah, let, me, <laughs> let me let you in on something there about ma'am. That ma'am is, uh, uh-uh. Every lady deserves respect. Eh, not that one. She's done some things. I'm not taking my hat off for you anymore. This little bald Jew told me you once ate a celebrity <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, you told him. Well, God damn it, if that ain't the truth. I'd like to eat one of my turds if you wouldn't step up to the plate here. Eat a Trace Atkins turd. <laughs> I think you might have to. I just dropped a turd. You want it? Yeah, I want to see it. I got. I think it comes from a different place. Your guts are different than my guts. There it is. I know someone who's going to like that. George Strait tips his cap to her. It was pretty funny though. Yeah. Anyways, guys, don't play any more country music on your station. I I can't do it. I'm going to crash my truck. <laughs> It's true. I'm sorry. He's right. The wife texted, well, after the day I had yesterday, stop playing country music. Yeah, no, you know, and if, yeah, and you guys had a rough day yesterday. Yeah. Toledo has uh, 
um, a family member that is no longer with us in the form of one of his fuzzy pups. And it's a rough one. Dr. Fixler again to the rescue. That's, God, he's great. He's amazing. Uh, happy endings, youth, euthanasia, pet euthanasia is. Unfortunately, I've talked to a lot of people this week, including you, that have had to go the route of Dr. Fixler. I've seen a bunch of emails. Today. Yeah, and it's uh, it's never fun. And, you, and a guy at the, at the uh, Holmberg Bound event. Yeah. Oh. Like, man, he yeah, didn't know about happy endings. I told I told him about that, too. I told yeah, I talked to him for a while. It's there's it's no fun, so I'm sorry you're dealing with that. And you can't listen to country music right now. <laughs> no. There's no way Toledo, one day fresh of saying goodbye to his friend. I'll uh, end it. Yeah, you, you'll end up I, euthanizing. I, I, yeah, there's no way I could. And, yeah, so it's a tough one. So everybody be nice to Toledo today. And then get back to how you treat them normally tomorrow. But today is. <laughs> give him a breather. Give him a breather. Cuck break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe all these people keep calling you a Jew, John. Don't they remember that John Lovitz says you hate the Jews? He's like, the Jews are worried about you. Yeah. Homebag. Everyone, look, I know how to relate to people through racism because I think everyone hates me. So I know what it's like (laughs) to be hated by all the races. What is talking about radio slug lines? What a slug line. Homebird, uniting (laughs) through racism. No, it's not through racism. I get it. Like, I get it. Everyone hates me. So it's like, I get it. I don't like that. Yes, there's no. What a uniter. There's no place I I, I go that's like, wow, this person's really enjoying my. uh -uh." This is the only place I get feel comfortable for a few minutes and then it's back to everybody not liking that's okay the jews think i'm gonna kill them the ones who aren't jews think i'm a jew it just none of it makes sense <laughs> i don't know there's a few that all the time it say you surprise me i thought you were a really bad jew but i like you <laughs> right right i get that that's the best compliment i can get you know i always thought you were a libtard jew you're all right i'm like hey thanks put that on my tombstone there's a nice epitaph You'd have thought he was a, you know, but he seemed okay for one of them. I'm not, but okay, whatever. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. We talked about it a little bit earlier. It's uh, going to be a madhouse up north this this weekend. Oh so now's the time to head on over to Action Ride Shop, get those skis, get those snowboards ready for all the action up there, plus all the gear that you're going to need to keep yourself warm. And if you don't want to go up there, you can hit the trails. Yeah. It's going to be a little muddy and soggy, oh, but fun. that's when it's fun. So. Oh, yeah. I saw that there's, they're expecting over a foot of snow yeah. in Flagstaff. I don't know what the mountain's going to get. Yeah, Stepson says it's been pouring. It's there. four days Jumping. of it. So yeah. if you're going up north. Go to action today yeah, and, and get up kinda, there. Yeah. And then get on, like, go today, like by now you should be leaving. And then, or Sunday. Yeah. Make don't sure you go. put some chains on your Prius, yeah. too. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're taking your e-car up there. <laughs> Chain it up. All right, on the list, got Manson, uh, Judas Priest breaking the law for Melissa, uh, Winger's 17 for the pedo, Ozzy, Mr. Tinker Train for the pedo, uh, August oh. Burns, Red Sepultura, Van Halen, Hoffer Teacher for Britney Zamora, P.O.D., Offspring, ACDC, Soil, Deftones, Jackal, When Will It Rain, Tinker Train. Gotta go with it's that. actual right. Rose's birthday. Oh, is 62, it? yeah. Yeah, yeah we've done enough with it. Screw that guy. Tinker Train. I haven't heard Mr. Tinker Train in a long time. It is a great song, and it is appropriate for Melissa, the emailer from yesterday, and again, well, last night, but this morning, uh, because she had that pedophile she was dating, that child molester that she was going to move in with until Brady gave her some sound financial advice on which house to keep, and we told her, run! You're dating a child molester! It is a great one. She said, oh my God, how blind was I? It took this show... 
for her to realize that dating a sex offender, not in her best interest right away. Especially a guy who hasn't told her. he's. She had to find out. And then she Googled him, like we said, and look out. I want her to tell me his name. I want to Google this dude, too. She might, Toledo. Send you pictures for Larry. Nothing yet, but we'll see. And then, uh... He made the Chris Hansen top ten. <laughs> right. Hi there. Coming in at number five. Bonezone69 on Twitter came in. And he writes. Uh, hey, let's do it. You got it? I got it. I, I got it. it. Oh, okay. okay. Ready to go. Uh, Mr. Tinker Train for Melissa and her ex. And leave her alone, ex. If Melissa's uh, out there... Don't bother her. Yeah, Larry's got that now. Yeah, straight. Yeah, that's Larry's girl now. You have to go <laughs> through Larry. It's kind of like fighting a child. <laughs> <laughs> but still, he's used to that. Larry will put up a hell of a scrap, I'll tell well, you. This child will fight back, which yeah, this, that yeah, guy might not be used to. This one will fight back, yeah. Larry's, Larry's not tolerating you talking about his woman that way. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. The rains are coming. Uh, we'll find out what happens with the Phoenix Open stuff. I, I'm, I'm debating. I still want to go out there and see how people behave in this because they're still going to go. And like you said, what do they do with all that food, beer? Nobody showed up. Or if they had to cancel days. Or maybe just transfer it over to the next event. But probably... Some amazing sandwiches are headed the way of St. Vincent de Paul. That would be my guess. They got some, like, they're going to have charcuterie boards and snacks. They're going to be homeless. They're about to have it good. Think he shakes down all this way down here on the 52nd Street? I don't think you just chuck it out windows. I think think they just put it in facilities. I don't think they just chuck it at guys Uh, on the street. The alcohol's pretty easy. You know, corn beer, yeah. yeah, Yeah, It's just on ice. Right. But the food, they have some, like, pinwheels and all those sandwiches. you got to make that decision. Chicken. Do we start it making keep, it? Does it keep for a day? I mean, do you just throw, some of that stuff can. throw saran yeah. wrap on it? I mean, still, it? like, if it's – the crowd is not going to be what they thought today for sure. Tomorrow, I'm guessing tomorrow is going to just get iced. And you guys are going today? Yeah. yeah. It looks like it. Oh, all three of you. Yeah. Oh, big time. Nice do you want to go? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're not going. <laughs> No, a guy says, tell the liberal cuck he has my sympathy today. Losing a pet is miserable. Uh, so, uh, it, it, this is how people treat you. This I is know. how it is. It says, uh, I know my cat passed away a few years ago, and I was a mess. When my pups finally pass, I know it's going to be worse. And props to Toledo. He could have taken the day off, and everyone would have understood, and none of us would have cared. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> David, that is beautiful. You should write eulogies like I do. For Toby Keith. Excuse me. Wasn't him. Uh, Brady, it's time for you to give us all the news that only you know. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. And, of course, Hooters is uh, going nuts with all their fun stuff for the the game, they call it. Uh, biggest game of the year is Sunday. You know that. It's got a name and everything. Uh, and Hooters is your headquarters for all the action. I think everybody's just so trepidatious to say Super Bowl that they just don't even risk it. It's got the heavy exactly hammer right. behind it. Right. It feels like you can't say, like, we're having, Ooh. we're going to watch the Super Bowl at Hooters. We'll close all the Hooters. I'm like, we can't watch the game? No. Well, then why is it on TV? Anyway, they have the game on. Uh, and I don't want to get them in trouble, but it doesn't seem like, I don't know, it's stupid. 
It's not their fault. The NFL's just a bunch of dicks. With the chance to win a 65-inch television right there at the Hooters, uh, you have to be there on Sunday during that game to win one, but they got it for you. If you go to Hooters, you might win a TV of your own There's to watch to do. a game on. You can hop right on that. Uh, it's time now, Brady. Uh, thank you, Hooters. Report it, please. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Chopsticks Day. Okay. couple of basic fun facts. Glow Sticks made their public debut at a Grateful Dead concert in uh, New Haven, Connecticut, 1971. Can we just delete all dead news? From- yeah, if the dead news comes up, yeah. just... Meh. just- Consider it. I'll take eh. one story out of the entertainment room. You got one later today? There's more dead Did somebody news? actually die? Yes, unless it's their final show happened yesterday. <laughs> I'll take it out. Okay. Is it interesting? It's, uh, it's mind-blowing not- to me. Well, I'll throw uh, it out there now. I'll just, what is it now? Let's then? just yeah, do it. Let's just get it out okay. of the way. Oh, good job. Yeah, Grateful yeah. Dead uh, break the record for the most top 40 albums in history. What? Which I exactly. never thought. Not interesting. All right, that's... Boy, the bar the has been lowered there. Yeah, look, they're probably oh, 38. Yeah. Exactly. The 7-10 yeah. split Yuck. is statistically only the third hardest shot in bowling. What's the, the hardest shot? The church, whatever the... Greek church. Greek church, yeah. Which that's, one's that? Oh, it's like when it's pins all over the place. Five it's, pins, two on the back left and three on the back right. One kind of off in the middle on its own, and then the two in the back corner, and then the other two in the back corner. It's it looks like bad teeth. It's just there's parts missing. There's st- it just doesn't look how you get it. I remember when I was in my bowling league, a guy named Uncle Larry, was a really good bowler. <laughs> Is this one when with Win with Winston? Yeah. yeah, and Uncle Larry, everybody started screaming the Great Church, the Great Church, and running around because he got one. He didn't oh. pick it up, but it's hard to get it. Oh, I like see. To, like you, you when like, you're like you, you have to like the pins seven, have to kind of happens a lot. It seems like seven ten's not too uncommon, but the crazy one was this thing. Is like it's a Greek church can't get that. This dude could do anything, and but it, your pins have to fall in such a way that five are undisturbed and five go away, and they're kind of unrelated. Hmm. Like they go yeah, around each other. You have three it's and two on opposite sides. So side. hard to do, and there's a space in the back. It's nuts. How's your shoulder for bowling, you think? Uh, bowling might be all right for my – I'm a month and a half away from going overhead activities, like heavy, like should, golf pick constant. pick up bowling again. We should do that bowling after the show be. like we used to. All right. Maybe. Spandex. But just use like an eight-pound ball. No, it's not about the weight. It's about the no. motion. I can't like even zero. I think bowling would be all right. I think bowling doesn't affect me. We'll find out. That's cool. Yeah, we can find out. <laughs> Let's just see how bad I can make this. Nope, it fell off. Oh, well. I should be pretty good with that. Spandex got its name because it's an anagram of expands. Oh. Which your fat ass does to spandex. I see it expands around your big chunky butt. <laughs> Someone on social media um, asked people, you're offered the chance to flip a coin. Tails get you $1 billion. Okay. Heads gives you continuous, incurable hiccups for your entire life. Ooh, it's worth it. And not flipping the coin guarantees you both. A billion dollars with the hiccups? Which would you choose? So that wow. 57% of the people I'm flipping flip the, the coin. coin. I'm flipping the coin. Mainly for the chance to skate with a billion dollars. 
without constant hiccups forever. Man, 43% of people would accept the hiccups if it meant they'd be a billionaire. And to quote Bruno Mars, I want to be a billionaire so bad. Uh, and there's no holding your breath, scaring the hiccups away. They're just going to happen forever. How yeah, frequent I can, early and I can yeah. seek out medical help. Yeah, but you can't. Like, it won't, they're incurable. It's, it's constant. Yeah, like if, if it's wizardly, you can't sit yeah, back and say there's a... It's incurable. It's hiccups for life. So you're saying so you get used to it. No or, you, uh, yeah, you could flip the coin, one or the other, or say, I'll take both. I'll go hip, yeah. hiccups uh, for life kind of and a billion bucks. The coin flip is my first thought, but it's sort of appealing. Just take the billion dollars, and then for the first year or so of the hiccups, it would be like, oh, this is dreadful. And then after a while, it's just breathing. I forget whatever the guy in the Guinness World Record. I like how twelve many years? years that one girl had it. it. Look, you get used to it. Yeah, but she didn't have a billion dollars either. Exactly. I'd have just I killed could myself have after the, a couple years. Continued that. on. There, there are people with uh, you know physical Tourette's, which is like body hiccups, and that ain't going anywhere. And they just get used to it. We played golf with a guy who beat our ass golfing with physical Tourette syndrome. I've never seen anything like it. The guy could he walked like there was an earthquake. And then he'd stand over a golf ball and lace it 300 yards and then start walking like somebody was shaking So him. smooth yeah. on the swing. He'd stand over that thing. It's like, all right, this guy's going to twitch himself off the planet. And then whoosh, <laughs> 290 so wait, every he, time. He, was he able to control it for a nope. split second? Well, yeah. Yeah, when yeah. He, when he'd over a golf a ball. split second, right? Yeah. Over a golf ball, he would, he would stand for a second. And then once he'd register, like, okay, I'm still, his swing was sweet. And then as he's posing, you just <laughs> Wow. And he starts just chicken on chicken on a hot plate back to the cart, and you're like, "This is ridiculous." We thought he was kidding, so he could focus for a split second. Yeah, or is it focus or is it just? I don't know what it was. Whatever comes, it over was him. just some sort of weird brain the thing. Body that just said, suspends itself. This is where your life lives for two seconds a day. Every time you line up a golf ball, and on an impossible was, golf, and course. that golf course was like it was like playing on a gargantuan pool table. He would sit and twitch and twerk. And he'd be like, if you hit it 12 feet to the right, you're going to roll off into a ditch. You'll never see it again. And 10 feet to the left. And I'm like, I can't. Guaranteed seven if you hit it over so there. I, yeah, I have to have a 22-foot window from 190 yards <laughs> or I'm done. Yep. yep. I'm going to kick your pebble, ass if I can beach. catch you. Yeah. Stop bouncing around. And I just tried to fight him. He was amazing. I think he shot a put 68 him up, Put him up. <laughs> yeah, put him up. <laughs> Stop bouncing around, you. Did he have a good sense of humor? About <laughs> yeah, we, well, at the end of the thing, to, look, by the fourth one. or fifth hole, I'm like, how do I catch this? <laughs> Give me that. Because right. I'm going to shoot 190 today, and you're shooting a 68 on what appears to be a miniature golf course that's exploded. This, there might as well be lions, and it was the hardest thing I've ever done. So intimidating. The two of us were, it was called. First three holes. It's called Outlaw? Uh, yeah, Outlaw. Yeah, Outlaw. It's, it's the worst golf course I've ever approached. <laughs> and it looks easy. That was the worst part. But you can't. Where you think the middle, of, like you hit it right down the middle of the fairway, okay. And then it would just roll like 190 yards into the desert. Like, what's that? Oh, you hit a vortex and a funnel. Like, just, that shouldn't be out there. Just stand right here. It's going to roll back to you. <laughs> right. There was that one, if you hit 180 yards, and it's like, nope, not enough. I'm like, what? And we start walking to the cart. Don't walk to the cart. Like, why? You got about a 10-foot walk when you're done. It, it was like a loop-de-loo. It just came and plopped itself right down because I didn't hit it. Far enough up the hill. It was cement. And this dude's plopping him down next to the... <laughs> dancing all over the course like he's lost, like he's constantly being covered in bees. 
Brett, could you hang out with that guy? You'd be no. 18 holes. And then, he's, and then at the end, he's like, you guys want to get something to eat? Like, yes, I want to see that, too. <laughs> Do you focus like that when you eat? Nope. Does he have to only drink bottles? beverages when he's with a cap on just it, fine yeah, cap. Yeah. oh yeah i probably can't hold it very long <laughs> but his twitches were unreal and then the best golfer i've ever seen by far the best golfer i've ever played with considering i've never seen anybody yeah. shoot 60s that easily on a course like that a great golfer i mean tiger woods like would shoot in the 70s on this thing the dude knew the course up and down that helped him but it was a brutal place you gov did a survey about brain implants, Neuralink. And they asked people, the first question was, how much have you heard about the company Neuralink recently implanting a wireless computer chip in a person's brain? Uh, you had an option, a lot, a little, nothing at all. People who knew a lot, 7%. A little, 40%. Nothing at all, 53%. Wow. Within the next year, would you consider getting a computer chip implanted in your brain? It was definitely would, probably would, probably would not, definitely would not. 2% definitely would. I'd do it. Probably would. Today? 3%. I don't know about today. If you put it, if it was a billion dollars. Within a year, 5% people would jump in. Oh, absolutely. I'd do it right now. I'd be a test dummy for that. What have I got to lose? Come on. This thing ain't going so great. (laughs) How bad can it be? I mean, give me a few years. If something happens, then yeah, I'm all all for it. But uh, 90%. Probably would not. I got a pedal commander for my Jeep like the week they came out. You got a what? Pedal commander. They're pretty cool, except for it screwed up all the electronics in my Jeep. I loved it. But it basically just juices your car up like 30, the horsepower, like jacks it up. And it does. And there's settings and stuff. So you'd just be going like, do you know about these things? Yeah. They're, they're, they're a disaster. After like a year, they just, all the electronics start doing whatever they want. <laughs> nope. Oh, it's good. crazy. Like, so I took it apart. <laughs> I mean, it was that was the. It's good for a minute. Yeah, that was the. My Jeep would just turn itself off. Oh, fun! And then back on, and I didn't know what was going on. And then I'm driving down the freeway one day, and I took my foot off the gas because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing this. And the thing just starts driving. It Tesla. I told you that it was Tesla itself. I have a video where I'm on a. I pulled over and went on a side street, took my foot off the brake, and I was going 30, like in a second. This thing just took off. I'm like, this is no good. Like I you might have been no touching control. the gas, and I didn't know what to do, so I disconnected it. But I would—that's my brain. So you go back in, you get it disconnected. My electronics are off for a little bit. They reset me. I'm good. Pull over like Megan does, and just call her and go. Oh, oh the car's driving itself now. <laughs> I see where it wants to go. <laughs> it's just going to go where you go. No, I'm still in control of the circle. The wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. That thing's okay, but the pedals are. The right one is go. The square, the left one, stop. I know what one does, but it's doing it by itself now. Well, congratulations. You didn't spend a penny, and you've got a Tesla. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would do the Neuralink in a second. That wouldn't bother me at all. Wallet Hub did their survey of best and worst cities for football fans. Best and worst? Top five. Jacksonville. Boston. Number four oh, is wait. Los Angeles. Are you saying best, best fans or intolerable? Best and more cities for football fans. Four football fans. Yeah, four football fans. So this is about the fans in the city they're in. Oh, the yeah. ones you said were the best? I don't think it's yeah. about the fans being the Top best. five were Boston was number five, yeah. Los Angeles four, Green Bay three, Dallas two, 
Pittsburgh number one. Goddamn right. Yeah. Um, Goddamn right. And L.A. gives the same rap that Illinois right now. Chicago. Chicago's twenty-eight right now. Why would you be a fan of that team out loud? Twenty-five Cleveland. There, I tip my cap to all Bears fans and Cubs fans alike. There is no reason to be loyal to that mess, and yet you are, and it's kind of a beautiful thing. Because I don't know Arizona how Cardinals. you can bludgeon your it's Cardinal fans. Same thing, yeah. and there aren't as many they came Cardinal in at fans. Sixteen Bears fans are the ones that are like loyal and fill the stadium, and are the Cardinal fans don't do then that. And that means they've been climbing that list. Because I remember yeah, previous years you've done that. They were always low, bumped up a little bit. It's Webster. They're 16, uh, Seattle. It's Webster. Webster's getting fake hope. I also think that to be down at the bottom or be at the top means there's more uh, emotion and loyalty to your team than the ones in the middle. The ones in the middle are just kind of like, meh, sometimes they're good, sometimes. Jacksonville. Yeah, if you landed in the middle of the survey, you're kind of meh. If you're down at the bottom, that means they're super passion one direction because you're bad fans, you're, but you're still fans. And Wait a minute, top. was this just NFL fans? Or? Yeah. And they, they incorporated, um, they did a one on college, too. They, oh. Columbus. No, it's Ohio State. Is that why you They're in the top it? five. Yeah, no. You pulled it. Um, Michigan, Columbus. Alabama. Right. The, yeah. the usual suspect. Notre Dame. For Valentine's Day, this uh, scrapyard in the, the U- U.K.? Does the uh, car crunching, and you can um, crunch a car with your uh, ex lover's name on it. Oh, I thought they'll, you were going to say post a, <laughs> You register; it's worldwide that be a bad too, idea. <laughs> right. and you can. Uh, they'll take a picture of the car, you know, with the name sure. on it, and then they'll send you the little film of them crushing that car. Oh, cool! I got a quick wild world. Okay. Hello, my friends. Brady Bogan with your wild, wild world. We mentioned it uh, about two weeks ago, but the cocaine hippos. Yeah. Pablo Escobar started out. He bought four hippos, brought them to his cocaine empire, had a little pond for them and back. The population now is 170 hippos, and they're now starting to attack people. Oh, yeah. Populations get on hand. They say the population could reach 1,000. By 2035. So why isn't someone stepping in? They're talking about doing Rescuing them. Trank and neuter the hippos? Yeah, remember, you have to go up 16 inches. There are different depths. All right. Kill them. Cull the herd. (laughs) Kill them. Yeah. Like, they're not not where they're supposed to be. Yeah. You kill them. Or teach them how to sing. Put them on a stage (laughs) in a big dress. Yeah. (laughs) He's making a Lizzo joke. <laughs> He's not wrong. Just John, we have to know is Megan's kind of cute or annoying as hell. I can see it going both ways. Uh, I'm, Depends I'm, on the context. Again, both it's, like, ways. it's like hiccups for life. I'm used to it. I don't even know if it has an effect. <laughs> That's your wild, wild world. Oh, kill the hippos, Brady says. Kill the hippos. No, it's not. It's. But I just don't understand why this is a debate. Like it's. They're hippos where they shouldn't be, and they're eating people, and that's just where, like, well, we got to get rid of this hippo problem. There's a 65-year-old guy named Stefano Chueto. He was out doing his daily walk through a park in Denver last Thursday, needed to use the bathroom. Luckily, he spotted a porta potty an extra-large one, 
made by a company called Honey Bucket, went inside to do his business. And before he finished up, he felt the porta potty start moving. Thought <laughs> workers were picking it up to empty it. Uh oh. There was actually some teenagers who thought it'd be funny to tip it over. Goons. <laughs> Goons Denver, got him. The Denver delinquents. <laughs> yep. Got to keep it alliterative or it's uh, not cute. Sorry, I forgot where we were. They tipped it over. He also hurt his back in the fall. Colorado's feeling better now after he got the poop. Oh, you could do that. That wouldn't make the news, though, if you had the Colorado. Sorry. (laughs) There was a dude and his son that saw it happen. They helped him get out, but they were the only ones that said uh, they they saw the teenagers do it, but they couldn't. Do you help the dude out? Here's what I would yeah. do. Yeah. Nope. Mm, I'll I call would, somebody. I That's... would tip you over and then go, get out of here, get out of here. And then I'd help him out. Like, ah, these damn teens. But I would have done the bad thing and then acted right. like the hero afterwards. Just to see what a guy looked like when he came out. What To what extent are you helping? How close are you getting? That's what I want to know. I'm trying to avoid I'm not whatever. Getting close at all. That's me not helping. Yeah. I'll call I'm not helping. I'm not getting close to him. Yeah, I'll call the cops. I'm I diving can, in. Yeah, no way. There that. are other people better equipped to handle this than me. The toilet paper and rogue tampies and yeah. all that stuff. I might say, like you, are you okay like in there? Smurf. Yeah. Help is on help the way. Help is on the way. I'll talk you through it. <laughs> try, try to help get try to, I'm not getting that close. No. Fish out a straw and use it to breathe if it gets too deep. Man, that's blue. Ugh. Smell like poop and look like a Smurf. I'm out. No way. I don't. Done. I would run away from those teens. There's rogue teens in the air. I've learned that from Gilbert. You just start running. They're they're uncontrollable. They have no parents. Toledo, I think you mentioned this guy. The guy that's eating raw chicken. Yeah, he's on day twenty now. He's he's okay. Okay. Doesn't that kind of? He never thought he'd get three weeks into this. No. And now he's committed. At this point, though, isn't he just waiting for the worst? Yeah. Like if it's been 21 days of eating raw chicken and you still feel okay, give, give it up. I'm waiting. Eventually, for something terrible is going to happen. That's the only way it ends, right? Right. Burger King has launched a new contest. <laughs> By the way, Scott Haynes says keep in mind the hippos are supposed to only be violent when the Jardians song is not playing. So, so long <laughs> as we keep that going, they'll keep dancing. That's true. Because when Jardians comes on, evidently. Giant ladies love to dance around fountains. That's what the commercial teaches me. Put the sugars down. Who cares? Jardians is on. Burger King just launched a new contest. They're offering $1 million. Well, one $1 million prize to a person who can come up with the next generation, the next great Whopper innovation. They say Whoppers are, they currently offer more than 200,000 possible customized combinations. But if you ever wanted something different than what they can do, they want to hear your pitch. To participate, uh, you need to uh, you need one of their free Royal Perks accounts. You've got that. So Why don't not you, yet? I'm going to get. You're on getting there. that. You should yeah. do it and then spray your boss Submit off. Submit your suggestions that. through their app or at bk.com/mw. What's MCW. missing from a Sorry. Whopper, Brady? How would you revolutionize the I'm not uh, the sharing my secrets. Oh. I'm going to suggest. But if you have your this. boss sauce, nobody can use that. Right. No, you got to, I mean, you got to take a look at their menu, what they have on that current menu. <laughs> what? The and put together Whopper? something. In a, yeah. yeah. They didn't you know list many be. rules, although your submission can only have eight toppings max. 
You can't change the bun or the burger patty. Okay. But that doesn't count towards the eight. The buns and burgers don't count towards, so all the ingredients are You can't are use eight. any allergens like peanuts. Right. Who would do that? And you can only pick edible food items. <laughs> right. So no kale. Who's I'm thinking? Who's thinking that. they're going to win? Yeah, yeah. Nothing healthy. It's not an. They said edible. Who thinks they're going to win by putting plastic chunks on the Whopper? They're looking for popularity, so it can't be so weird. No one wants it. Creativity. Anything too close to what they already have doesn't cut it. Needs to be something that could be reasonably stock at Burger King. You can send up to three entries. The deadline is March seventeenth. Three finalists will be chosen this spring, and one being named the uh, by the end of the year. The other two finalists will walk away with 200K and 100K. I have a secret ingredient for meat that I would put on my you Whopper. You can't change the uh, hamburger patty. I wouldn't, but I would sprinkle cinnamon on it. Oh, there you go. Cinnamon is my go-to for that stuff. It's very strange, but I discovered it accidentally, and it's really good. Tasted great. And they would have that. Yes, I would add that. I think right. they... Maybe they stock cinnamon. Maybe they don't. But it would be my secret ingredient. Onion rings. Barbecue sauce. They have onion rings, don't they? I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh. you got to go down their list. And then like a melon of some sort, like a pineapple. That's good. I'm not sharing my ideas. I don't care. I'm not actually doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to win. Yeah, go ahead yeah, and win. Exactly. If you come back with a new Whopper and a million bucks and it's because I said cinnamon and pineapple, somebody was going to figure you it out. notice he picked up his phone right after you said cinnamon. You know, he spilled cinnamon. I just spilled pineapple. Yes. Cinnamon on there. Thanks, S- thanks for that S-I-N. suggestion. What's your nickname? The P-Apple. I'm not spelling that. That's a lot of letters. That's too much. Cinnamon. 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 A cinnamon? I got a couple of radio videos. Okay. First one's a dude in the elevator. Getting caught. Oh, no. Oh, boy. We're from the inside of the elevator, yeah? Yep. We're looking at and he's, he's stepping into it. He's stepping out. Oh, he's coming out. Of- oh, oh, what happened oh, here? How did the door, the doors are open and then it starts to, oh, it just broke. The elevator oh, just gave way. He's half out. And then he gets smushed between the floor and the elevator. Oh, my God. Oh, never again. Some Saudi Arabian elevator that Brady's yeah. found online. Get out quickly. When you exit, exit. Well, I mean, jump out of a Saudi exit. Arabian elevator. My God. Next is an equestrian. Wow. Girl doing the agility on her horse. A couple of hurdles here. By the way, go too well. Scott Haynes has an idea for yours that no one else will have, and I like it. We're okay. going to share this. It said you uh, you want to add um, extra ranch because you need some moisture, and then you put it in a blender and then an IV, and it's the Whopper <laughs> IV bag. That's not bad. Liquid Whopper. Just plug it in. Walk around with Whopper going in you yeah, every couple minutes. Not bad. Be expensive. Would it? Yeah. Bag of Whopper? Why? Well, you have to. There's no. They have to bring their own IVs in, I guess. Why? You pick up some bags. Yeah. You know. It's all right. You make a deal. You charge for it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's going to be pricey. Well, I would hope so. It's the new Whopper. It's the same as a carton, right? Or a piece of paper. You're actually considering this as a... Yeah, the expense Hey, look, I'm looking at all options. What I like is that Brady actually thought... The expense would probably put the hammer down. Take it off the menu. (laughs) Rather than people mainlining Whoppers. (laughs) That seemed reasonable. The expense was the problem. 
once again, expense pops into his mind yep. before the reality. Yep. And they call you the Jew. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Uh-oh. You'd go Here to go. Burger King for a $50 item. I wouldn't go an to any restaurant that required an IV. The answer is no. The answer was no before. The fact right. you made it about price and not about having to mainline food is disturbing. <laughs> I'd do it if you get it under five dollars. If, if it was reasonable, I'd do that. that expense is right out the door. Brady Netanyahu strikes right, again. What if I can get you ten free ones? Now you're yeah, going to hammer it into your bloodstream. Oh my god! All right, here, here we go. Door. Reset. Here we go. All right, there's a horse trying to jump over a huge fence. Oh, doesn't make Drops it. it. Oh, the girl's but hanging on. She's going to go through two oh, more, she's Jim. She's stuck in the saddle. Drags oh, the horse the into the post. Oh, the horse keeps the... The horse knows the course. And the girl is just hanging by her foot. Man, that's not worth it for the horse or the girl. No. Last one is, do you think I should go to the hospital? Ah! Is there something on my face? Just kill yourself. Looks like she glued all the red fruity pebbles to her face. I think they're warts. Don't spit, Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dr. Bogan. I'm looking at the arm. You know, she's some kind of virus on I was screwing around the Whopper and I came to life. That's what happened. I put cinnamon on it. I stuck cinnamon on it and tried to IV it. Started talking. <laughs> Get your shingle shots. I don't, yeah, that's definitely maybe go over to the CVS after this. I don't know. Keep it together if that comes to your window. If you're the fear pharmacist, you got welcome to fear pharmacist. You got anything over the counter for this? Yeah, I have a little topical solution. Sav, topical solution. Yeah, an axe through your neck. Why are you still here? I want to fix this. I'll, <laughs> uh-uh. I'll post those. You can go to our Put her out there with the hippos. She's done. But I am a human being. Mm, debatable. Are you? Yikes. All right, Mrs. Brett. Noriega, we need to. Yeah. Close it out. All right. Oh, no. He's, no I'll he start off easy. Yeah. I'll start off easy. Right. Well, that doesn't mean good things. I'm getting tons of videos this week, so oh, one right. guy... No more up. murders. Yeah. Why? Just no more, yeah, murders. no more murders. It's horrible. That's, why? That's no more... Why? Why? Because no more murders, Brad. I've been dropping... The, I've been, there's been a few that I've had to edit out. Yeah, just good. can't do it. Edit out the murders. All right, so here we go. Uh, hey, your quality control. Guys right climbing uh, rock climbing rocks. Wall. Yep. It's a rock climbing wall. It's a good one. It's like a 30-footer. He's moving pretty quick. Looks like Drew got a man bun. He must be great at this. He forgot something. Oh, he's not tied to anything. He's free climbing. He's free climbing this 30-foot wall. And he's about 15 up. Oh, no. That's that's at least 20. Yeah, yeah, he's hanging around 20, 25 feet right now. He's got a little ways to go. Oh, he's getting too high. He has no ropes. That's not a... Oh, he went for the leap. That that mat's not thick enough. No, that's a floor. Oh, he's almost to the top. Oh! 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 We knew it was going to happen. It was from all the way to the top. Uh, yeah, that, yeah that one's not let's helping. Let's help him out. Hey, let's, let's, oh, my gosh. Yeah, he landed flat. Good bounce. All right, let's... Uh, he did how bounce. about a parlor trick? Okay. These are fun. Parlor tricks are great. The ping pong ball. Uh-oh. And it's being pushed hey, inside of a woman. She's watching Rocky. Rocky? Is that an egg or a ping pong <laughs> ball? A ping pong ball. 
tight. Ping yeah. pong ball's struggling to get in there. She's got some torque. Taking it in there. She shoots it at the oh, two. She's right in the That's what the rocky part is at the end. She did uh, beer pong with her genitals and shot it across the room Whew. at a poster of Rocky with the music playing in the back. And she did nailed she sink it. Did she sink it or did she back? back she sunk it. Did she? Oh, let's it went it. in. Yeah, no, it went in. But was it, it a straight swish or did it? Did it, it did he, on, let me go back to that. It might have been a partial bounce. As Kevin Ray would say, is she doing a little late night banking? <laughs> a deposit at the bank. All right, let's watch again. The music's great, though. Yeah. And not a bad honey hole for the abuse she probably puts it through. Good, good nails. It's a good TV one. Yeah, her fingers look clean. She's. This is weird. Like, I'm almost proud of her. I think she banks it. Yeah. She, banks it. she banks it. Still, though, that's some torque. Yeah, yeah. She needed a back wall to put that home. Banked off of uh, what was uh, the fighter there, Dixon, Mason Dixon, or no, what was, oh, the was name that? Of the, was that? That was Mason Dixon. If yeah. It was. That was said on his uh, shorts. Is it Sweet Pea Whitaker? I don't remember if that was. I didn't. I was just looking at Rocky. She's, you know, that was six. That was Rocky six. Oh, is it? And there we go. Oh, she's here's a naked oh. girl sitting on a oh, what gargantuan a light pole that's oh. going in her butt. Jeez. Oh, why is this? And it's like a grandma. I think I can't tell if it's older. Like it, I don't know what's going on there. She got gray hair, but her cans coming out. He's like, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. You got to keep it classy. Going when you're sitting on a traffic cone. I worry about cone. something else. The rest of that oh, look at that. Oh, 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 what? God. Oh. what is that? That's a foot and a half long. That is a traffic cone. That's man. And it is just covered in yeah yuck Ugh. on a daybed. Those are our neighbors. On They're a out there. daybed. Yeah. Come How dare on. You? All right. All right. We'll just call this one One Man, One Screwdriver. Oh, God. Oh, no. Right. Sounding. Yeah. Oh, and it's the handle. Oh, he's got the handle in there. He's, he did the business. The business end of the screwdriver's out. He put the handle in as you read through it. Oh, there's so much blood. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at this pouring out of there. Oh, God. These people stay so cool. Boy, just oh, pouring blood as you yeah. would expect when you put the handle of a screw. It's just peeing blood. <laughs> the music is just the calm app. No, this is just in his head at all times. And there's the floor with the terrible '70s tile where he last murdered someone. The screwdriver itself, the puddles. Oh, yeah. It just uh, looks like a little bullet. Oh, we're walking around. The, oh, it's in the bathtub is full of blood. So this wasn't his first dance. Where's the body? And the sink, sink is full of blood. The dude just has blood yeah. everywhere. I suppose yeah. the time is between Jesus his videos. Christ. And yeah, to, re- to re-up it again? Yeah, yeah. Because it's probably the same dude. I mean, I need a few minutes before the good shot. Yeah, I think it's the same dude. I think it's the same dude. The nail dude, the needle dude, the scissors dude. All right. Well, maybe this guy's in there, too. Oh! Stuff oh, open. I oh, did not mean nuts. to call my shot. Oh my there. god! There he goes, Alito. Asking you, he's cutting see? his scrotum open, and oh, there's what your balls look like god. with no skin on them. Oh, oh. what the? Oh. oh, come on, man. Oh, and he's just—he's just taking them out of the bag like peanuts. Oh, oh, what's that? It's some sort of oh. caliper. Oh, it's got ice I just jumped. Oh, oh, oh god. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, make it stop. It never ends. Oh, That's a clean cut. Oh, he just himself up. Oh, it's an empty bag. Yeah, oh. that was 
He stitched himself up. That's what I saw. I guess we could stop with that. Oh, one. my God. Is that a pirate tattoo? Oh, would you like uh, to watch it again? That was a Popeye tattoo. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. That, if it was, no, no. it would have started with, Are you ready, kids? <laughs> Who cuts oh, off his balls at the bottom of the sea? Yeah. Man. I don't know. Maybe back well, to the that death note. Yeah, that's a good one. Hey, you said no death videos. We're I'm just though. kidding. No, no, no. Back to the murders immediately. <laughs> Show me murder. Oh, I hope I'm the victim in the next one. Get both of them out of there. <laughs> Jesus. All right. It's every day uh, there's new stuff. Yeah, I know. I, oh I mean, God. once in a while I get some repeats and stuff in there, but it, uh, I'm never at a shortage for content. And then I got Pete Robb sending in Margot Robbie OnlyFans videos. Yeah, I know. Right. I, right. I'm, yeah, I'm, I know. I'm not falling for that I'm anymore. I'm like, Pete, either. you prick. One guy always goes, Dua Lipa just took her top off on the beach. Click. And yeah, then it's that was just me. Some, <laughs> some dude's <laughs> head getting torn yeah. off by a truck. Margot Robbie, I'm in. Whatever. Oh, you son of a bitch. All right. There you go. That is your Brady Report. The videos that uh, follow. It's 98 KUPD. Oh, God. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It is a, uh, a beautiful thing, but it's actually really nice out right now. Looking out the window, it's kind of neat. So uh, I, I'm, I'm excited because it is, uh, oh, is it ever, Super Bowl week. I'm really happy about that. It's a fun week. They got it up in Vegas, which I can't imagine the absolute party that's going on up there. And we're getting Michael Lombardi on the line. If you haven't watched uh, any NFL coverage at all, Michael Lombardi, he's brilliant. He's on the McAfee show every once in a while. Uh, I talked to him on Caliendo's podcast once and just like, whoa, this dude's, he cuts it. He gets right to it. And uh, he knows his stuff. He was a scout, player personnel guy up there with the 49ers. Back in the, I think he was in the Bill Walsh days for a little bit. And then uh, the Raiders as well. And his Al Davis impression was pretty impressive as well. But uh, Michael's up there. And I, I wanted to talk a little football this week as we get into this silliness. Already, the first story I saw today on TMZ and Media Day is... Are the phones broken? There's a shocker. Yeah. Is uh, Travis Kelsey on Media Day was asked about uh, Taylor Swift's new album. So as often as everybody keeps saying, oh, she's only on TV 20 seconds. She's only doing this for 10, 15 seconds. And to be bothered by it's insane. It's everywhere. My feed on my Steelers news has stories about her. That's where we're all kind of like feeling like we're being sold a bill of goods. And not every, and you know, he'll tell us the facts. It doesn't mean you hate women. That's the only thing that bothers me. But as we get closer to this thing, the Patrick Mahomes dad story gets weirder and weirder. Uh, the spotlight hits Las Vegas, and uh, they're already talking, like you said, on the like the turf's bad and. All this other stuff's going on. We're like, they always do that. They always try to make the story about something other than football. They always try to make it about like some wacky thing that's going on that nobody can pay attention to. And it very rarely ever applies to the game itself or something like that. Let's go to the phones. Michael Lombardi is there. Uh, Mr. Lombardi, are you with us? I am with you. Yes, I am. Hope all is well there. It's great. How are you doing? Um, couldn't be better. You know, Super Bowl week, it's good. A lot of football to talk about, you know. What could go wrong? Now, that's a beautiful way to start the, the interview. A lot of football to talk about. Are you tired of it, too? <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't ever get tired of it. Not I, football, Michael. You know what I'm talking it's about. It's a loaded question. The loaded question. 
Oh no! I think she's great for the game. I think it's tremendous. I think it's put. It makes it all interesting, and the more people that watch, the more people that look. It, it helps all of us out. It, it becomes a. Uh, I don't see it as a negative. I see it as a positive. Look, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm not on entertainment tonight, nor am I. You know, doing all that stuff. But I think the reality of it is, is I uh, I, I understand the value that's brought to the table. And that value adds to all of us, and so I, 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 I am very thankful for. See, and I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. My issue is, is that when you say, "All right, enough already," suddenly you're a misogynist, and that has nothing yeah. to do with well, it. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know, but I mean, you know, look, it, it's the, the, the more eyes we get on this game, and we expand, and we go to places like, uh, you know, we'll go to Germany. I mean, look, we're going to play in Brazil. Can you imagine that? That's crazy. I mean, we're playing a game in Brazil to start the season next year. Brazil. Yeah, that's nuts. I mean, if you, I mean, people are asking me all over Las Vegas, can you believe there's a game in Las Vegas? And, and <laughs> now I'm like, okay, I can, I got it. Yeah. But it don't is. tell me there's a game in Brazil. Like, <laughs> I, I would have never said that. Like, I would have taken the, the, I would have said no way to that. Brazil? Yeah. I mean, come on. What do you think, you worked with Al Davis and the Raiders. What do you think Al Davis would have done if they're like on the schedule, you got to go down to Rio? Well, if it would have put money in his pocket, he would have been happy. <laughs> happy. But I, I can tell you this. Here's what I can tell you. There's just no chance, no chance. He would have had, you talk about border control, he would have had everybody defending that facility. There's no way the Chiefs would have gotten into his facility. Oh. There's just no way. <laughs> That's a I fact. promise you that. Yeah, There's... There is no way they would have gotten into his facility, nor would they have taken their logo and put it on his logo. Oh, sh- no chance. Not I mean, that would have been... Not a chance. There would have been. He would have hired private security. I mean, it yeah. would have been. It would have been bad. It, it would have been bad. He was the general. That was his and it, only his. Correct. Like that dude. He monitored correct. that Raiders stuff for like everything. He he would have died for it. It's his brand. He created it. And what makes it so? What people? What I wrote about in my book, Football Done Right, is is that his his ability to develop that brand based on the history. Look, the silver in that color of his uniform. Is the silver from the the, the, the Las Vegas from the Detroit Lions? You know, oh. it's the silver of the Lions and the Black Army Knights of West Point. I mean, that's where those that came from. And so he was such a historian of the game, and he appreciated it. So you know, for me, it was you know, I, I think you, you got to understand the history of the game to really appreciate the present. Yeah, I agree. How was Vegas for the, like like you said, you'd have never imagined in 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 your lifetime probably. I know I wouldn't have. Uh, that the game, the biggest game of all, uh, is in Las Vegas. It's right in the Mecca. Keep in mind, what was it, 12, 15 years ago, the NFL turned down advertising for Vegas just to never be mentioned with them during the Super Bowl. Like, Vegas yeah, couldn't I mean, do ads. I mean, as the great Arnold Rothstein says, nothing says I'm sorry better than money. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's just, it's the greatest thing of all, right? Yeah. It's the greatest thing of all. And so... I think this, I think it's great. I mean, look, I, I work for VSIN, which is a sports betting network. Yeah. And when we started five years ago, it, you know, it was a small company and, you know, DraftKings bought us and now we're all of a sudden having an opportunity to, to grow. And I think it's great. And we've removed it. There was this, in my book, Football Done Right, there was a, uh, the television chapter, which I loved writing and I enjoyed researching is, Jimmy the Greek was hired by CBS after 1976. They NFL today had been on the air for one year. And 
Brent Musburger really wanted to incorporate gambling into the conversation because he knew it was the quiet undertone of the of the world, right? Yeah. He knew it, and so he, they they he and Jimmy the Greek walked down Sixth Avenue to the Pete Rosell's office. They spent an hour with him, and in that hour, they talked about a thousand things. And then once they talked about all those things, the last five minutes, Roselle said to him and said, hey, look, you guys can talk all you want about gambling, but don't talk about point spreads over under. Don't use the lingo, but talk about what you want to talk about. Right. And they left and they did. And that's what started it. And I think we, we removed it. And, and, you know, there was a whole cottage industry that became of it, whether it was you guys are probably too young. Sports phone. I remember being in college to try yeah. to find a score of your team. You had to call sports phone, you know, to get it. That. You know, and yeah. you know, and so like that just started a whole business. Isn't it though? Also, don't you think the gambling showed up? Because I've always thought the NFL protected itself from gambling. It didn't really. It's not to say that they're uncaring, but they never really cared about the fans' gambling issue. What they cared about was internalizing it. And now that it's so easy to track who's doing it and when it gets out of hand, and it's like simple, they can control the players' gambling a little bit easier. Isn't that kind of why this is? Right. I, I, I think what they wanted to do, which is very important, is, is protect the integrity of the game. Yeah. And that's what they should do, right? That's what they should do. I mentioned Arnold Rothstein, who, you know, who basically fixed the, the, the White Sox scandal, the 13 World Series. I yeah. mean, they want to avoid that. You know, and I think that's that's their job, and they should, and I respect that tremendously. And so does DraftKings, and so does all the other betting operators. Nobody wants that, right? No, no nobody it's, wants it's it to a, be it's fake. A, it's no different. Although this nobody, year, and nobody wants. I was going to say the way wants the stock market to have insider trading either, right? Right. No, but, so but you start looking at the the way the refs were this year, and it and it raised a lot of questions. <laughs> Because now that's easy Look, to track. I, I, grew they, a, I grew up a Raider fan. Don't don't talk to me about reps and that. You know, all right. Because now I'm a Steeler fan, Michael. I'm a Steeler fan, Michael yeah, Lombardi, and uh, we both but, know uh, that that was a catch who, and a touchdown. Was, who, who was on that phone in that dugout? I write about it in, in my book too. Al Davis was obsessed to know who he, that was on the phone in the dugout when the um, when the referee came over to talk to somebody, and, and Davis was convinced it was Art McNally. And then when we had the tuck game, I was on the team plane flying home from the tuck game. Oh. He called me over and said, were you in the press box? And I said, yeah, I was in the press box. And I said, this guy in front of me, you know, told me that it was going to get overturned. And I, he said, who was that guy? And I said, it was this guy, Art McNally. I don't know who the hell he oh, was. And, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. you, start, you started a small fire and didn't even know it. Oh my! Well, God. there's always there was never small fires around Davis. That's there, true. There, there were all always forest fires. <laughs> well, I didn't even think of the tuck game. Well, I'll give you the tuck game because I did think you get robbed in that one, and that started a <laughs> dynasty that never should have been. But that's a different topic. We got the uh, Chiefs and the Forty ers That's the Super Bowl that I think everybody's kind of like, you know what? We got the two best teams. Let's just let's just cut it to brass tacks. Who would you have liked to seen if either of those teams weren't in it? Uh, you know, I, I I was I was okay. I mean. I, I root for my friends and my sons who work in the league, so I, I didn't really have a problem with who's going to be in it. I think it's great that we have two good teams. I think it's, it's you know, I, I respect the coaching of both teams and how they've handled adversity and how they've handled uh, the the situation of how they overcome. I mean, look, let's be clear. The Niners have gotten to this game without playing their best football all year. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. I mean, they've got they've had two subpar outings and reached this game which I think makes them dangerous. 
Yeah, they're due. They're due to pop. And I think the the exact opposite's true with Kansas City. It feels like they just were in, you know, kind of third gear the entire year and popped it up into the next one for the playoffs, which means that they could gas out with the break. I look at this game as like just a dead even. I wouldn't bet this game because I don't anything can happen. This is the this is probably in the last, I don't know how many years, the most evenly matched Super Bowl where I have no argument to why somebody would say the other team would win or lose. Yeah, well, I think you're right. I mean, I think if you analyze how the Chiefs have won, they've been very effective in terms of their ability to uh, play mistake-free football. They have done a great job of handling the um, the their offense, knowing that they can't move the ball up and down the field. And, and they've done a great job of playing early in the game. I mean, they started quick 46 or 70 points. They've gotten in the first half. Yeah. You know, and every drive so far this year in the playoffs, they scored points on their opening drive. The script has been very effective. All right. So uh, since we've all talked about it and we were very nice about it, let's all admit also that it is all rigged. Taylor Swift brought a ton of money to it. So Travis Kelsey will win the MVP. I'm going to put money on that. Am I wrong? <laughs> I think I'm no, I'm not going to go down that road. No. <laughs> I, I, if we're all look, look. If you want to talk about Lee Oswald on the sixth floor and that conspiracy, yeah. I'm I'm your guy. I'll go down that road with you all the way. He wasn't even close to the sixth floor, but I'm not going. Wait down a minute, that's new. Yes. Where, where was Lee Harvey? Lee was in the lunchroom where he said he was. Oh, you don't think he? he I, see, there. I think he was involved completely. No, he was a pat. He was exactly what he said after the assassination. He was Apache. He, I, I don't think he knew what his assignment was going to be. Yeah. Like if you if you really if you go back and watch the tape when they tell him that he's been charged with murdering the president, and you watch his reaction to yeah. that, yeah. his facial reaction, that to me is more important than the the volumes of the Warren Commission, yeah. which was complete fabrication. So no, I think he was on. There's actually a picture if you watch. They just redid this. There's a great documentary by Mark Lane called Rush to Judgment. Now they just it was made in the sixties and they and and they refurbished it to the to today. They put it in four K, whatever that means. I don't yeah. know. It sounds smart, but <laughs> I don't know. Good. And they and they go back and interview. There's actually there, there is a picture what looks like Oswald on the uh, standing there as the parade's going by. Oh, it and could be outside. It up, and of course he was outside and and it could be, and it's wearing what he was wearing. And so look, why would two police officers from the Dallas police department pull up in front of Oswald's house on Beckley street and beat their horn twice if, if, and then take off and let everybody know Roberts, she testified. Yeah. Everybody knows it's crooked, but here's the thing I always go to the, I don't know how we got off on this, but I love it is that (laughs) it's the only assassination of a political figure in history that no one has claimed. uh, Everybody who does an assassination takes the credit. The whole point of an assassination is to take credit. No, this is the only one that nobody's ever ever taken credit for. And and they, and they portrayed Oswald as the guy who wanted to take credit. And he, he said he was a patsy, but I think what it proves is it proves something that, you know, that the government, though they just think we're so stupid, we'll believe anything, and we did. Yeah, no, we ate that up, and that was before. And then we, they didn't know. Obviously, there was a and they camera keep kicking it down the road. As far as I don't know, other documents. Some of the only reason, released. yeah, but the only reason that you would bring this up is because of uh, you're admitting that I'm right about the Travis Kelsey thing. That conspiracy was first no, on I, your mind I, too. I'm admitting that I'm a conspiracy buff, but I, I'm a I'm I'm a pragmatic conspiracy <laughs> buff. I'm not. Just it's too hard to control. What is a conspiracy, Michael Lombardi? Because uh, I have one about the moon that I don't think we went there as often as we say. <laughs> I think we went once no, or twice. I, I, 
I don't know that one. I, like, I'm so far down this this Kennedy rabbit hole that I can't get out. Like, I don't think I can escape it. Like, I'm I'm 64, and I think to me, I can't. I don't have enough room on my plate to go down another one. I don't. I, <laughs> You're just sticking I, I'm, with one. I'm all in on this. Right. And he's yeah. focused on. I hope you solve it. Are you taking it seriously? Is like trying to find the real answer? Or is it just more info that? Because I've been to that you know, Kennedy Museum really twice. Seriously. It's amazing. I, I've been there. I've been to the Johnson Museum in the Presidential Library. Yeah, uh, I've done. There's a great podcast called Solving JFK by Matt Crumpton. I've been on that. Uh, I've pretty much uh, made my wife completely uh, <laughs> angry at me for buying so many books on the subject that you know it's ridiculous. Yeah, you've lost. So, your yeah, mind. no. I mean, I'm all in. Yeah. I, I'm all in on it. And uh, I, I, the Rob Reiner podcast was great. I'm glad yeah. that the national media decided to at least cover it which they've been ignoring it for so long, but we see it all the time. I mean, the national media decides on what they want to cover and what they don't want to cover. And, and a lot of times it's just whatever suits their fancy, not necessarily what is the story. Life, we my- see that all the time, in the, you know, in, in the worldwide leader. I mean, you, you know, I was just talking on another show. They, you know, whatever they want to cover, whatever agenda they have is what gets promoted. Right. And that's why I think Taylor Swift killed Kennedy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Full you, circle. How you got there is remarkable. That's creative, right? I, I mean, you might want to you might want to sit down at your at your word process today, write a novel because that was talented to do. <laughs> well, that. thank you. I pre- you know I've been at it for a little while, Michael. I've done this for a minute. Uh, yeah. Okay. All that said, and I could talk to you about this for hours. In fact, you were on the I, I did I used to do the Frank Caliendo podcast, and you were on with me on that. I know. And we had a great conversation. He's coming on my show today. Oh, is he? yeah, he's, he's up there in Vegas. On my show today. Yeah, yeah he's coming. Yeah, well, t- yeah, he's coming. Uh, he's coming on the show today, so I'm so excited to see who, who he's going to bring with him. Yeah, it'll be a, every a t- time I send every time I send uh, a note, whether it's on Instagram or through his uh, through uh, or a text message. I always thank. I always say thanks, John, because yeah. I, I, I love when when he does Summerall and he thanks Matt. Thanks, John. <laughs> it's great. Now it'll be fun. It'll be on today. You're up there for uh, Super Bowl week, and uh, just real quick, Michael Lombardi. If I'm a betting man, and Michael Lombardi's my only guy in. Who do I pick? That's a hard one for me. I'm back and forth on this so much because on paper, it, it lends itself to believe that it's got to be the Chiefs, right? They're playing their best football. Uh, the 49ers haven't. The 49ers defense has given up 5.6 yards a rush. They've given up five touchdown runs. During the regular season, they only gave up 4.1 yards per carry and 10 touchdowns. They're giving up 12.3 yards per pass play. In the regular season, it was 9-6. They're not playing well at all. So it's hard for me to go there. Uh, But I I, I just have something about these Niners. I think, to me, uh, they got to play better. They have to play divergently. I think they have to really take the approach to be different early in the game. Remember, the last time they played, the the Chiefs gained 242 yards in the second half and score three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. You know, you're going to have to adjust the game out, and I think that's going to be the key. Yeah. Is there a little heart in that since you were tied to the 49ers for a little while? There's always a little bit. I wear my 49ers Super Bowl ring proudly. I, I have a great fondness for it. I don't think there's a day that goes by that I don't think about Coach Walsh and all the things that I've learned from him. So there is a part of me that that certainly wants the Niners to win uh, because I, do, I, I am very appreciative of being able to start my career there being around some incredibly talented people from Joe Montana to the great Ronnie Lott and some of the great coaches that went through there. And so, yeah, there is a part of me that wants them to win because I do think they're a great franchise. And Mr. DeBarlo was a tremendous owner. And you don't realize that as you're young how great of an owner he really was. 
What's the weirdest thing? That's what I always hear about the DeBarlos. Oh, the DeBarlos are amazing. What's the weirdest thing you've ever done, Michael, with a Super Bowl ring on? I've really never done anything weird with it. I mean, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty straight. I just wear it, and I I let people look at it. I I think it's weird that I let people just take pictures of it arbitrarily, and I don't even ask them for their ID before they do it, and they just take (laughs) off and run with it, but... Oh, you you take it off and give it to them, and they put it on? I let them take, yeah, I let them take pictures with it. Why not? That's ridiculous. Look, you know... I, I'm proud of it. I, I, I'm proud of it. I, I, you know, I feel really good about it. I, and where are they going to go? They're not going to. I mean, they might be able to run away from me, but it's got my name on it. You know, of course, That's a lot true. of people think it's the Lombardi Trophy <laughs> that, that is on it, but That's it's true. really, you know, it's my name. So. That's true. All right, you're going with the Niners. Stop giving your ring to people. That's ridiculous. And Taylor Swift killed Kennedy. We learned a lot today, yeah, Michael and, Lombardi. And, uh, let's 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 revisit this as we do more research on this kennedy assassination and the taylor swift phenomenon that we're trying to go down this road <laughs> well i'll start i'll start my work today because maybe there's a time portal i have to figure out too boy we could be billionaires at the end yeah, of this you're gonna day. have to go into it you're, you're, you're gonna have to get caught up on, on the books i can't send you any of my books you're gonna have to buy your own her that's new a album has a cut yeah. on it. It's called Sharpshooter. Yeah, so right. I don't know if that's... A- and Sixth Floor Lover. I remember that one, too. Yeah. Uh, the GM Shuffle, Michael Lombardi, <laughs> is available if you want to grab that on Apple Podcasts and everything else. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, enjoy Super Bowl week. Don't get Anytime. In, don't get in trouble. Anytime. And I'll tell Frank you said hello today. Thank you so much. Definitely. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Michael. There you go. Michael Lombardi, everybody, is a football super genius. The man is brilliant. His book is called Football Done Right as well. Uh, if you want to grab that, the dude is nonstop interesting. I could, he's one of those people I just wanted to talk a little football with. Next thing you know, we're solving the Kennedy conspiracy. I'll go deeper down that Kennedy thing. That's fascinating. I'm, he's talking to the right dude because I've got like <laughs> tons of theories, but I, I, my main one keeps going back to the, I don't know how this happened in football talk. Main one keeps going back to he did it. That Lee Harvey Oswald absolutely did it with the expectation that say you didn't do it if you got caught. We'll take care of it. And what he didn't realize is that they were going to kill him. Like, I think he trusted the group he was around to say, you act like you're the patsy. We've got this all figured out. You're not the shooter. And I think that, that he ended up being uh, the patsy, and he realized it after they arrested him. Like, oh, I walked right into their honey trap. Ah, oh, it's so fascinating. Yeah, But now that we know Taylor Swift may have done it. And I do think that there is some. I want to talk to him more now about the NFL basically saying, say Taylor Swift is good for the game. She, there's no question she's good for the financial end of the game. She, it's annoying. It's a sell job. Anyway, that's a, d- a difference of opinion. He says Niners, people. So if you want to do that, Niners are His your His heart answer. is with the Niners. Right, but he even said, it's like it's just their time to go. They're just so talented, it's hard not to. You can watch the uh, game with us at Copper Blues Sunday, 3 o'clock. We're going to be out there, and then we're going to stay till the game is over right there off of uh, Tatum, north of the 101 at uh, Copper Blues at Desert Ridge. And we got all sorts of good stuff out there. We're going to have... Tons of prizes, thousands tons of, of dollars, tons of ben was saying, yeah. loads of concert yeah. tickets and U-Fest and all sorts of stuff. We got our squares. We got everything else we're going to have out there. So come on down to Copper Blues at Desert Ridge on Sunday. Thanks to Michael Lombardi. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. All right, put your headphones on, counselor. This just got serious. Things just got very, <laughs> very serious. All right, here we go. Hit the me, gavel. First off, let me just start it. Let's welcome our guest. <laughs> Given him a little beef over the last couple weeks, deservedly so, and we're going to have a little uh, tete-a-tete. Is that what they call that? Tete-a-tete? 
uh, Kevin Rowe from Learner and Rowe in these Learner and Rowe studios for now, my friend. For now. And I want to make sure that's very clear. You can't buy us. Well, actually, yes, you can. Yes, you can. That's absolutely true. Uh, How are you, first of all, uh, counselor? I'm doing fantastic. Um, Like, I'm glad you brought it up that way already. Yeah. Because at least everybody knows you're authentic. Yes. you will absolutely say whatever comes to your mind and opinionated you are. No, I I object. Immediately, he's already, uh, this is pandering or misleading the jury. We know you will because the fact that it's Learner in Rose Studios and right. you still decided to go off on me? Exactly. <laughs> on me? Exactly. I mean, I could be like another attorney that sponsored some little stuff in this show and say, I'm pulling my money <laughs> if you don't do what I say. But I, yeah, that's true. That I'm not afraid of your money is what he's saying. <laughs> False. That's right. I don't object. I thought he was misleading the uh, the evidence but, or whatever you say. I'm I don't pulling know. my two money. That's right. You don't pull your money for that because you know <laughs> deep down uh, what was going Going on, I have a point. Now, let's talk about. Hang on a second, I'm gonna find my notes. Exhibit here. A. I, I, wait, first of all, I love these. Got notes. I have I notes. Take yeah. notes for all this. I, I, I didn't have to sure. take notes. That's a record show. I showed up with nothing, just my brain. <laughs> That's right, and that is going to be your downfall. <laughs> People uh, of the jury, uh, I've heard. I've heard that. Now. Here's where we're going with this. First off, tell everybody what you did and why you're here. (laughs) (laughs) What I did. That's right. Okay. So it it started out that there's a couple things that I want to get out first. Um, I was on a radio show, a sports talk radio show last week. Mm -hmm. And it feels like when I'm on these radio shows that I have to defend this young man that is a local talent here that has risen through the ranks. Um, and I and don't now, use names. Uh, okay, and now, <laughs> and now, and now, you know, is on his way to this Super Bowl after his second year playing in the NFL. Right. And I feel like I'm always defending when I don't understand why the, he doesn't fit the narrative. So, just so I can get through that real. Go quick. ahead. I went ahead when I got off, uh, and I decided to come up. This is three thirty in the afternoon on a Friday. Now, can I ask you this? Was the sports station giving you guff too? No, they were just fighting. They were just doing both sides. Oh, okay. You know, one, uh, one guy in the sports has actually trained this gentleman. So okay. he's obviously pro. Sure. And it was just kind of a both sides. We're talking about all the, how the media is jumping on negatively. I shouldn't say all because now yeah. some are picking back up. But most are talking negative of him. He's a game manager. He's, he, he's just That's not lucky. negative. He's just lucky what's around him. That's very true. Okay. We'll come back to that. Okay. Uh, 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 so, nonetheless, I went ahead and went yeah. to our creative department late, late Friday afternoon. I said, hey, I want to put something on uh, with regards to him and t- to show our love and support. Why? One, he's a great young man. But two, you have to realize I grew up next door to his mom. So sure. there's a personal relationship that I've, I've known this family. Yes. How personal? <laughs> Not that personal. Okay. How okay. pretty <laughs> is the mom? How beautiful the- is the mother? <laughs> First, they're listening right now. <laughs> right. I'm just asking, Second, is she a beautiful she's, woman? She's gorgeous. Okay, that's my... Sean, right. Sean, Keep that in mind, Jury. Sean Purdy, I hope you understand yeah. that that was a nice compliment. <laughs> yeah, well, no. He knows that's a compliment <laughs> to his beautiful wife. She's it's a very a pretty wife. wife, and she's a lot of fun to be around, and, and Sean's a great gentleman, too. So a lot of fun. So I went ahead and had these billboards created within half hour, and then put them up. And I put them up on all of there. You go. There, there you go. Put them up. Very pretty family. Uh, very looking uh, great. Everybody, great yeah, looking It's a great family. looking family. I mean, the other really two is. kids are fantastic looking too. So um, right, so you love this family is what you're saying. A little, almost in an unhealthy stalker sort of way, some would say. Like maybe a little too far. How with often the, would you look in the window? Yeah. Every How many times have you had to call yourself to defend yourself from what you've done? <laughs> I'm trying to right now figure out why I came in here. Why did I do this? Uh, why did I do this? 
So here's the deal. So we decided to go ahead and mock some signs up, put the signs out there, and the signs were really to the point. You know, yep. um, let's go Brock Purdy. That's the guy. That's the name. Fantastic young man. Fantastic gentleman. I put him up. 99% of the public was great with it. Especially <laughs> those. Especially those. <laughs> are, especially right. those when the 49ers Facebook page or they got Huge. it. Everything was fantastic. Of course. Because they were shocked that a town their main rival is in or a main rival is a main rival, not their main uh, rival. Hold on. I'm still trying to figure out this whole rival thing. They're in the NFC West. You just don't. It's like the Steelers putting up a picture of Bernie Kosar going, hey, great Go get them Back in the 80s when they Who? were doing well. Back Who? in the I, 80s. Exactly. Who? It's been that long. <laughs> talking about the Browns even, is hard. But I don't yeah. even know if I was born yet. It was what? Probably, you were. I can tell you were. <laughs> But if if because I'm talking about Steelers like low end rival like the Cardinals would be the 49ers kind of okay we're in the laughable same division but the Cardinals have to take that seriously look so I, you just said support a local kid a local kid but a not the local town. team no and if I was supporting the team <laughs> just answer the question listen if I was supporting that team hold on if yes. I was supporting that team right then I would have done the colors and done the whole thing which right. we strategically did not do yeah. that I'm supporting okay. an individual he could have gone as long as he played his best of his ability. I would have been happy if they lost. I don't care. But would you still put up billboards if he was on a 3-13 and 13 team? Of course I would have. No, you wouldn't have. Absolutely. You didn't last year. No, that's correct. I did. <laughs> also, no, here's uh, the thing. counselor, please, the thing. you've had your time. I do support our local teams. If you, look, I know you do. Did you see Let's Go D-backs? Yes. Let's Go Suns. What? So you only support them when they're in championships. Uh, look at you put billboards <laughs> up when, you're, when they're going towards that route. That's right. It's smart I, marketing is what you're I saying. Mean, look, this is all because it, of money. I support I support the Cardinals, but we do stuff with them in the charity realm. Of course. You know, Which we, we love you the Suns in the charity yes. realm and all that different stuff. And D-backs. We do a lot of stuff in that realm. Um, we are local guys. We live here. We support our local teams. Look mm-hmm. I went to University of Washington. Just so we're clear. Okay. That's it. Was in the Pac-12. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. But I still support ASU and U of A, except when they're playing University of Washington. Do you put up billboards and say, go Washington from Lerner and Rowe when they're in town? No, just, why would, <laughs> why could, would you not do that? from Lerner and Rowe. Why would you not I do that? I could say from Lerner and Rowe because Glenn's a Duke guy, so he wouldn't. Okay, but if it. Duke comes and plays ASU, would Glenn, would Glenn say, let's put up Duke he billboards? Would, he probably would, actually. <laughs> if, but you, you know better no. than to put up a go Washington billboard with your logo on it when they're playing What's, ASU. What's the difference in what you just said, Mr. Holmberg? <laughs> I am not saying go team. No, you're saying I'm go saying local go kid. Go Brock Purdy. Local kid. Let's go. So you. So let me assess this then. You want to only support the local kids who've done Whoa, great. Oh, you added an extra S on that. That's right, because I did not see a billboard for starting Nickelback for your San Francisco 49ers <laughs> and Brophy prep graduate Isaiah Oliver. Do I know do I know him? So this is less about Brock Purdy being a good person and you having a relationship with a Absolutely. family and showing off. Here, <laughs> <laughs> here's, I'll buy a billboard, here's, baby. Here's the funniest thing that I've oh, ever buddy. heard. Of. Here's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yes, there is a relationship. Two, you tell me if there's not a better story. It's like the Kurt Warner story almost, but even better. Yeah. Faith, family, and football. This kid lives in dreams, that motto. Faith, family, and football. We'll in that order. What if he gets trounced? In that order. What, if he gets trounced, what? If he loses the Super Bowl? What if he throws four picks? Hey! And he's a local embarrassment. Yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> I don't know. Will you put up a billboard that says, sorry about that. No, Whoa, we missed the boat absolutely here. Absolutely not. All right, I'll good. say, well done, Brock Purdy. Right. And then if Isaiah Oliver is the MVP... I get it. Will you get I some profi- But you say that you want to support the local community. Yeah, No. 
Just, no, just no. the Purdy family. No, no, no. Yeah, just okay. the Purdy family. Right, so every time they do it, Purdy's are going to dinner. <laughs> Lerner knows, got the tag. You might get another billboard. Yeah, you might get another billboard if, like, suddenly they. I knew you gotta I should go. I think my time's already up here. <laughs> no, I, I'm no, in control look, of that. We got all day. I, I think it's, look, it's classic. Yes, I know we're all playing games, but yes, I'm definitely here okay. to support, in my opinion, um, a wonderful young man sure. uh, who's had a lot of adversity all his way. I mean, like, I don't know, was, was Oliver. Mr. Isaiah Oliver. Isaiah Oliver, was he Mr. Irrelevant? Uh, Actually, he was uh, Brophy, a college prep. uh, I love that we're reading. Went to Colorado. Well, I'm just making sure I get all my (laughs) facts right. I know who he is. Mine are right here. I was just curious. Well, I knew for a fact he went to Brophy. I knew for a fact that we had a couple local kids, so I kind of found it to be a little bit like, oh, what about him yeah. if we're supporting? Because that was the argument I was I'm not gonna... supporting the 49ers. Okay. So you're not supporting local kids, just the one you know. No, that's not true. Okay. Not, I, I, maybe, I, maybe I would, but at this point, I was unaware. Okay. But I'm definitely aware yeah. of Brock Purdy and everything uh-huh. that he's gone through. And Isaiah was a second round pick. A lot so, higher. So who cares about him? Undeserving. He's too talented. He's too talented. <laughs> Cinderella <Come> story. <laughs> His so life you only like the underdog. I honestly think about this guy's story. Think it's about a good story. Brock's story. I mean, honestly, it's a fantastic yeah. story. I mean, again, right before this, we were talking briefly about Kurt Warner. You know, and yeah. this guy's story is fantastic. He's overshadowed. In his senior year at Perry High School, overshadowed because right. there's another athlete that got all the recognition and right. all the all the media attention um, that ESPN was all over. Had his own show and the whole thing. Overshadowed. Yeah. His first scholarship didn't even come until after his senior yeah. year going in. Iowa State Cyclone. I well, that's where he ended up going. Ended up, Absolutely. Ended up there. Yeah. Ended up there. But uh, and then again, third string there. Yeah. And and the one thing about. This young man, I will say, everything he takes is an opportunity. Yeah. Picked as Mr. Irrelevant, most people. Sure. And it would be hardly uh, ever. It's got to be the first it, it never to happen in the NFL. Oh, I, and far, what did yeah. he think of? What, he, what happened to him? He's now practice squad quarterback going yeah. against the number one defense, arguably. Arguably, I don't want anybody calling in and saying, oh, they're not number one. Whatever. Pretty arguably, the number good. one defense in the league every single day at practice. Yeah. And so he studied the playbook. He doesn't well, let's go be out. honest. He's the third string quarterback. He's the uh, he's the 100%. practice squad. Basically, he's the, the guy for next week. And the like perfect He's got to do all the 100%. mimicking of the next team. He right? doesn't go out. He's not a party. You're not going right. to hear him every drinking. You're not going to hear him every partying. I mean, he's well, a down there. Don't go there. Uh, you won't. I'm telling you, I know. You know this for general. a fact he won't drink. I know this gentleman. I'm getting Brock Purdy drunk. You. I'm going to Vegas. It's going to happen <laughs> Friday night. It's going to happen. Vegas. When I say faith yeah. before family, it's, it's all. There. It's a true thing. Now it's I'm not debating he's whether or not real, he's a great he's person. He's a real deal. I think Brock Purdy is a great story. I think he's a great guy. I have no ties to either the 49ers or the Cardinals. But what I'm most bothered by is, is the Cardinals did nothing. This is, and we love our, exactly. First <laughs> off, it's the Cardinals' fault. Second, this city, and it's people like me that are guilty of making it that way because I'm a Steeler fan. I kept them, and I'm staying loyal. And I would like to see Cardinal fans do that and have that passion. Is that we have a reputation of being a passionless fan base. And I don't think Dallas, I don't think San Francisco, I don't think uh, Pittsburgh, I don't think all the the heavy hitters will celebrate a local kid in the Super Bowl from their own division. If his career ends, Dan Marino was from the heart of Pittsburgh. They weren't putting billboards yeah. up in the 80s in Dan Marino, no matter how close the family. Did they have billboards back then? I, I mean, I don't <laughs> back in the yeah, back before, <laughs> I, I when you were barns, just a zygote. Yeah. Yeah. They paint it. Yeah, you're so young, I forget how young. He's just a kid, this guy. You, know, you went to high school with Brock Purdy, if I understand, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yes. You followed him every day, evidently. <laughs> but the uh, No, but that's the thing. It's like, this city has that, and so I think we need a media base that says, stop it. 
Well, that's the irony behind what you just said about the media base. Yeah. Again, I'm not – I think at this point, this far in the playoffs, yeah. that you have to understand the Cardinals aren't in the playoffs, 4-13. Right, right. I'm not, again, stomping on Cardinal country. A little. Uh, or, no, I'm not. Mm. I'm celebrating one guy. Right. I, a division or not, or and I'm air quoting, rivals or not. Right. It's But it does seem – to the casual fan that's celebrating him on his way to the Super Bowl is a little dirt in the face of the local squad. Yeah, I don't think so at all, man. And again, yeah. at the end of the day, look at I'm <laughs> celebrating this kid. It's his second year. Yeah. And all the media attention to this poor kid for the last year easy, well, since yeah. he started, has been, you know, most well, nobody's fun. expected anything. No one's expected right. anything. And then they always do. The, I mean, what was the quote by Cam Noon? You know, you're the 10th best player. There's so a good chance that that's actually true, though. But, but that team's so good that that's actually still a compliment. To, but you also have to, yeah, sure. But yeah. you also have to realize, think about this real quick. There was two other quarterbacks before yeah. him that had the same yeah. the same players around him. So Higher he's, potential. And went to the Super Bowl. Hey, and how did Did you go? put up a Jimmy Garoppolo billboard? Is he from here? No, I'm just asking. Did I grow up with him? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you didn't stalk his how, family. Speaking of Jimmy, how's Jimmy yeah. doing? Jimmy's man? not doing that great. Uh-huh. You, is, know is you know why? Because nobody ever built him a billboard and paid attention that's to him That's probably very locally. true. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. about He's that, very Jimmy. very disappointed with his... Uh, Let's go Brock Purdy. That's why <laughs> that's, I did That's it. what you're saying. All right. him up. I will give you that you stand behind it, uh, but you have to give me that the entire city thinks I'm right. I will absolutely <laughs> not do that. <laughs> because, so close. Because I, I got to be honest with you. Have you ever been to a 49er Cardinal game? Uh, no, I wouldn't do Home. No. no, here. No, it's a, no. I know I'm going to go up there. I don't think there is a 49er home game or a Cardinal home game when the 49ers are here. Right. So and do you, you know why that is? You tell me. Because people put up billboards <laughs> for the opposition. Because <laughs> yeah, people put up billboards for teams from out of town. To yes, people's you minds? actually do. Oh. Do you know how I know that? If I went outside right now and went, Learner and Row is the way to go, everybody go, 977190. Oh, we'd be like, oh wow. my God. You knew the number. Everybody yeah, knows I, the number. <laughs> Everyone in this town knows the number. So, yes, it's very powerful. We tried to indoctrinate them young. You, yeah, and, you've done, <laughs> and that's brilliant business. So, you have to recognize the juice you actually have. Which is you're a brand in this town, a trusted, well respected brand. I appreciate that. That Thank basically you. said, yeah. "Hey, Cardinals, go f- yourselves." <laughs> <laughs> pull them in, pull them right. in. I did a good job. Man, I should go. work for you. Can I get a law degree, uh, real quick? This is excellent. Sure, we can get you one of those. Just like I got my what I I got. You got a law degree that way? No, I got my ministry. Oh. Oh, yeah, I got one of those, too. That's pretty, <laughs> it's that's the same way. Shockingly it's easy, same. isn't it? Yeah, Fill out like, your information. Yeah. It's the same way. You it's, can get a you can get a All right. I'll, I'll see if I can pass some sort of bar. Or something. Pastor I don't know. Yeah, yeah, anyway. I, I don't, there is a Kardashian getting ready to do that, right? Yeah, she's that's, actually trying to get it done right. Yeah. Well, you, honestly, I think that's probably the best way to do it. Going to law school. And look, now you're going to get me on a whole other topic. Here we go, you can put a Going to law school is a money grab, and I don't think they teach you a whole lot. Yeah. But the way she's doing it as an apprenticeship yeah. is probably the best way to do it. She's in-house. Yeah. yeah that's and you learn it. every day about, you get your experience while working every single day. You and I could have a separate conversation on how college is all a business yeah. money grab and none of it, other than, you know, well, uh, doctors think, and things like that that actually have I think to you're it. seeing stuff right now with just the athletes alone. Completely. You know? And then you're seeing, what what was, uh, uh, just yesterday, got okay to unionize. Yeah. Did you see that? Oh, it's insane. Dartmouth. Here's how I know college doesn't care about your education. Because when the money hit Colorado, University of Colorado, by the way, uh, Isaiah Oliver went to Colorado. 
I pay attention to the local kids. I, just, I don't even know their families. I just want them to do well. I understand this is a radio show, but for all you that didn't see what just happened around, he had to go back no, over. No, I pointed to my screen so you knew it was a reference over point. to his screen Because he's my sure screensaver. He Isaiah's my screensaver. All the local kids are. I love the kids. And again, I have nothing in front of me. No, I'm that's right. And it's shown. It's shown. There's uh, this yeah. lack of preparation. I'm just, I'm just sure. But in Colorado, when the money got there and Dion got there, I laughed hysterically that on the broadcast, they were very proud to announce that they had 13 billboards around the campus with Dion on it in in an area of higher learning. Colorado used to take itself quite seriously as a real school. And the billboards had their coach. Yeah, it it kind of had a coach, (laughs) had their uh, Colorado logo, University of Colorado on the bottom, and it said, we coming. (laughs) Poor English. Bad grammar. I don't was got fired up. Oh, it got me fired up. So I'm like, come on. You're taking 90 grand a year from kids to tell them they won't have a better life unless they go there. And? And your 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 slug line is and poor grammar. And we coming. Right. We coming. We be coming. We be coming would have been on there had they been like, well, that's a little too far. But we coming's good. And you I just, many, I, yeah, uh, college is a different Buffalo name. alumni wish they were there at that time. Oh, my God. It's gold. <laughs> so uh, I turn to the jury. Brett? Come on, you know. Don't Who even is think correct about in this one? Brett is a Italian. He's yeah. the ultimate juror. That's why he would actually agree with this Italian. That's right. Well, you guys can be Italian, <laughs> but easy. I'm uh, I'm of the wise persuasion of how to handle the Italians. Let me get my wallet out and find out how this goes. <laughs> All right, and there's yeah. we go. And, and Humber wins. <laughs> hey, just so we're clear, I got a couple extra ones in my pocket. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, I got, I got, you don't know that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm willing to sell it all. <laughs> yeah, it's just a thing that I thought. The Cardinals should have stepped up. Did the Cardinals contact you about your no, uh, your hatred no, billboard? Oh my God. <laughs> Absolutely not. And again, the Cardinals, I think, would see that we're supporting this young talent. Yeah. I, I think they would absolutely see that. Right. I mean, look at looking at a kid like this, and we were my partner and I, Glenn, were talking the other day about it. Um, and it, he's the kid, honestly, a, such a well-rounded young man that you would want your daughter to date and yeah. you would want your son... Five minutes with that kid will make you a better you a man. They say that about Tebow. Now, Brady's a well-rounded man in many different facets. He's all around. There's only yeah. one way he's a well-rounded man. Wow. He's, no a local, he's a local hero. That just switched my answer. Faith. <laughs> yeah. He's faith. He's I'm family. I'm side now. That's yeah. actually a good That was a pretty good I shot. Mean, good. Actually, <laughs> I may actually rest my case. That's hard to argue that. Yeah, this I is got a cut the crew. The crew is not with me. I think we need to settle. But why doesn't Brady get a bill Board as a guy like uh, to st- like this guy's pretty good. I, I would. Do He's that not from here. If you, would you do, know him, I, I would do know him, and I would do that if he still had his barbecue sauces. But he does. Uh, he, he Boss sauce. He doesn't give me any. Oh, I see how he doesn't it works. Give me any. That, just takes a couple of bombs. So what are the Purdy's giving you? Yeah, friendship. That's what I was. Oh, does Brady not give you? No, he doesn't. Brady. Never <laughs> oh my god. He never follows <laughs> up. We never say hi. All right. I, all right. Go, I, I go out to certain events with you guys. Right. The, the comedy event over Christmas. It's he doesn't true. even say hi to me. He, he didn't. Like he does, no, he doesn't actually. He doesn't Son even know okay. me. You know what? I'm going to let this slide. Yeah. No, I'm not. You know what my story about Brady is? He used to be the mascot for the Diamondbacks the first couple of years. Did you know that? I did not. His name was Drew Hader. He was the mascot for Five the years. right? So I worked of with my him life. at another radio station. He was a sales guy, and I was uh, on the air, and uh, I was brand new. And Brady's there for opening. the 80s as well? Way back. right? You, you were uh, just a thought in your father's <laughs> uh, pocket. So uh, I see Brady on di- opening day, 1998, right? Yep. Opening day. My dad's with me. We walk by, and I'm like, oh, there's Brady. I work with him. But I didn't realize he was a method actor. And now he's Drew Haybetter, mascot. So I walk up and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he goes, hey, fan, thanks for coming. Pats me on the shoulder and keeps going. <laughs> and my dad says, I don't think you know that guy at all. 
So that, you're right. He doesn't get a billboard. I noticed you looking at your watch a lot. No, no, it's no. Because I have people texting right now saying, oh, it's my the God, what is yeah, going It's on the purdies right? going. You, you, you can take the billboards down. Now, why did you take the billboards down? Well, because expensive. I... Expensive. No. Oh. It, 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 oh, of course they're expensive. Of course they're expensive. But I can get no, you a deal on those. We got... Look it. Of course you I'm can. glad you just brought that little piece of information <laughs> yes. up because we have new ones coming out. With Brock Purdy all over them? 100%. Really? Look, this is this I'm is letting, caving to me then. I'm now letting, you're fighting me only. I'm letting everybody know in advance this time yeah. that they will be coming out. And we got some really good ones with Brock Purdy coming out. Does it still say, hey, Cardinals, you missed on all six rounds. Way to not pull homegrown talent. F*** you go, Brock Purdy. Hey, I, you know, that's funny you say that too. That's interesting, <laughs> isn't that? Um, so. I like the music. Um, so here, the, one, the one says good luck, Brock and Brady. It's kind of cool. Oh, that's nice yeah. that you were included. <laughs> you see how I did that? <laughs> yeah. Um, but hold on. I'll give you a little peek at what's coming out. Okay, let's see it. You kind of This is one. Can you kind of see it? Let's go, Brock. Learner in a row. Faith, family, football. And then what's the bottom say? F*** you, Cardinals. <laughs> Man, that's going right at it. And, you know, I figured. And how about this one? This is one I definitely want you to say on air. Okay. Because, okay. because his mom says this all the time before the game to him. So this is one that's going up. Another one that's going up. You can see it. Do your thing. We love you, BP. Now, I want you to see it. It says, do your thing, 13. Oh, 13. Okay, I see what you did. Do your thing, Do your thing, 13. We love you, BP. Love mom, dad, Whitney, and Chubba. And always remember, f*** the Cardinals. Okay. Well, that's true. And they should feel that way because they skipped him five. And it's really crazy how we put all that information on a billboard. You know what? I'm going to tell you, it's way too much. You can't read that. I don't think you're going to be able to read the ending part, but yeah. I like that one because that's from his mom and dad. Absolutely. So you'll see that. Did you pay for that? You'll see them. I just answer the question, Counselor. <laughs> I, I don't pay for anything. <laughs> this is, like. You'll see this. This is going up. And guess where else they're going up? It's not just going to be here in Arizona, fellas. Oh, you're going where up did, in SF. Where did, no. Where did our law firm start? Vegas. Vegas. Okay. Vegas. See, okay. I can see that. Why? With because, the Raiders, well, no, the because Raiders fans are going to no. lose it. No. Because yeah. they probably will lose it. But oh, the yeah. irony behind that is the Raiders, what, have been there two years, three yeah. years now? Right. As I mean, long as Brock Purdy's been in the league. Basically. Right. And so they are going to lose because of San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, look, again, supporting a guy. If he goes on and plays the best game he can play and they lose the Super Bowl, God forbid, more power to him. Yeah. Super Bowl is different because it becomes, uh, in the city of, it becomes like advertising for that. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So then it's okay for me to then go ahead and do it this week. You're fine with that. Up there? No, no, here too. No, that's silly. <laughs> this is an unrelated area. That you're now you're just where, rubbing people's this noses This is in where it. he's from. I know. Born and raised. Also there from here, Isaiah act- Oliver. <laughs> there he did it again. Because <laughs> I wanted to look he and see his face. back to the screen. Because I, I like to look him in the eyes when I talk to him. <laughs> Isaiah Oliver, uh, Brophy Grant. Cody Bellinger was from here. Cody I didn't Bellinger. see any Dodger signs. That's right. When they're in town, you put up those. i got to be honest. I'm a Dodgers fan. I'm from Southern California. So why not put well, up some Cody Jeez, I should have done that. <laughs> Boy, you just hate But he's no longer with the Dodgers. No, that's true. No, when he was with but the when Cubs, they won the world championship. Yeah, I should have done that. If I really, It's cared, never too late. I'm, you know what? I'll do it. Put up a great <laughs> job, Cody. Yeah. I'll do it next week. Go, Cody. <laughs> just in a billboard says, in Let's hindsight, go. go, Cody, also. Small words. And then for no hindsight. reason. And then go on the Cody. bottom, go, Cody. And then for no reason, just say, the Cardinals. I, I'm fine with that. I, I, see, say, I see how that relates. I Cody say, the yeah, Cardinals yeah. I say F the Cardinals all the time because I'm a Steelers fan. I've made that clear. But I also respect the fact. I don't go to their stadium. If the Steelers are here, I won't go to their stadium because I don't feel that that's a good thing to do. Okay. So I won't watch so, my Steelers in Pittsburgh. So I should, in, in Pennsylvania. I shouldn't go to their stadium if the 49ers are playing. Because if you're going to deck out. In, with, oh, no, I would never deck yeah. out. Look at I have sun. To cheer for the other teams. We have sun seats. Yeah. And I'm a diehards Laker fan, born and raised. Yeah. 
But I wear Suns gear at all the Suns games. I love the Suns. They're great. But, but when they Lakers play the fan. Lakers, do you wear Lakers gear? I wear yes. I wear a Lower Marion High School <laughs> oh, shirt. Oh, you wear a Kobe High School gear. <laughs> So, oh. what do you think about that? Oh, I don't know. I need a barf bag. Of that. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. So, why even bother supporting this? I mean, you wear your Terry Bradshaw jersey everywhere. Damn right. Jeez, not to the Cardinals games, though. No, that. not to the Cardinals. You game. just said you don't go to those games. I won't that's go to those why, games. I'm not a fan of that. You team. wouldn't be wearing it to those games. That's you exactly right. Home, because, like I always say, you dance around the Cardinals. Your, you dance around your skivvies with just the jersey <laughs> Sometimes. on. There's times. There's times at, at night. He I'm ties looking it up. at it happens. Photos he does. Yeah, I'll do the loop. The What's loop's the, hot. the longest yard? No, what was that with Adam Sandler? The mean machine. That was longest yard, and the good one with Burt Reynolds. Yes. Yeah, when he had the guy tied up. Anyway, well, Kevin Rowe, Tracy, it's always a pleasure to have you. I appreciate. Appreciate you coming by and allowing the debate. Uh, That's the fun part. Thank you for having me here, I I think. I do think (laughs) that there are many uh, deserving local participants that did not get billboards, and I feel like their families have been jilted. I love it. I I can't wait to get the emails now. So where's Isaiah Oliver's family? Please, please do me a favor. Do not send the emails to me. Please send them directly to the show. <laughs> Bring them. Yeah. I'll take send all them directly of to the show. Yeah. And Holmberg and Holmberg at ninety-eightkpd.com. Yeah. Can we get one that says Brock Purdy? We coming? Can we get something that just at least make it kind of cool? Yeah, Is that with what you, that you know one. What? Yeah. I still have plenty of time. Do you want me to put that? Up on it? I think that'd be nice. Holmberg says, "Meh, we coming." Good luck. I won. You took my side. I, well, you I, took my side. You definitely took my side what? after that. No, so, I was over on made fun of him. He did make fun of Brady, yeah. So See, so he swung me on the Brady thing. So I got two to just you? Please. Well, it's, if it's three to one. If you have to argue, this this is just one of those people <laughs> just shouting into the ether. This is uh, a sad, sad loss on your part. It's actually not. It's like, it's like screaming about referees' flags. You just take your loss. I'm sitting over here against the winners or sitting on this side <laughs> of the table. <laughs> yeah. He's clearly on my no, team. He's not. That's look right. at that. He he the, st- the most egregious thing about this is, the, and that oh John brings up, is your, your, lack, your lack of other billboards for, for right. other local that's athletes. Right. No. It, and it, you've it, set yourself up for this I now did, for yeah, every year after this. I agree that's with absolutely that. absolutely false because I also said of the relationship. But the billboards don't say that. I love Brock Purdy's family, therefore go Brock Purdy. Do you want me to say that? Yes. Do you want the next one up? Sign Kevin. Yeah, to be clear. Like your lawyers. You guys overspeak everything. We have 100 billboards. Digital yep. billboards in Arizona. I am literally going to put one right near Paradise Valley. So <laughs> it is seen. It is seen by all. Okay, to make sure, and it's definitely going to say Holmberg says. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't mind this at all. Right. This is see, this is smart on my end. I've Travis Kelsey and uh, and Taylor Swift in my way right into this deal. Oh, yeah. no, let's not go that It's way. interesting. All right, well, I, I appreciate, it. I appreciate and you, it. And you, you do guys. great things locally all the time. Uh, so I live. do. You do live that. That to the core. So I walk the walk, yeah. uh, and uh, thank you so much. And again, real yeah. quick, if you don't mind, no. we have our golf tournament coming up. It's the 11th annual it's golf the Brock tournament. Brock Tur- Purdy Invitational. <laughs> hey, if that raises more money, yeah. I'll take it in a heartbeat. But last year, we raised over $1.1 million Whoa. in one day. Um, Incredible. And, and uh, this year, we're going, obviously, for more. This is our 11th year, yeah. and uh, we partner with Phoenix Children's Hospital. So uh, we just put up our website, went live with the golf information. So learnerandrowgivesback.org, learnerandrowgivesback.org. Yeah. Learn if you want to come and play in the tournament, buy a foursome. Come on yeah. out. And if you are going to play in that foursome, just prepare yourselves with a suitcase for what you guys hand over. Oh, there's good swag. It, it's ridiculous swag, how much it's, you guys The are... swag is pretty cool. And, again, that's the kind of cool thing, too, yeah. is that the law firm underwrites the entire event. 
Yeah. So Lerner Row pays for everything, yeah. and then every penny raised at Lerner Row gives back one hundred percent goes back in the community. Yeah. So last year. With Learner and Row and Learner and Row gives back, we donated combined over two and a half million dollars. That's incredible. Just to Arizona, not any other states. Yeah. Not and you're San doing Fr- it, and you're doing not all San the other. Francisco. You're a businessman. I'm fine with you doing stuff in other cities. I just don't like what you did here. Uh, we can agree to disagree. <laughs> well, we can agree that I'm right and that you should. No, no. Again, three to one. <laughs> right, but, three to uh, one. Let's, uh, Brady is playing on the idea. He's still him and on. I don't know. That. I took a he's, he's big on shock my side. there. Yeah, he's on my side. He wants a billboard. He He's, does want to. If you bought him a billboard, if you do, yeah. make it round. <laughs> oh, can they do round billboards oh. for Brady? <laughs> He's well rounded, uh, like Brock Purdy. I need to. I need to go take a shower. Yeah, you should. Yeah, show. after all that lying. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most lawyers end their cases with a shower. Uh, appreciate you, man. Always say it. appreciate always you, uh, Kevin Rowe. Is uh, it still Learning Rose Studios? You tell me. Yeah, it's something we're going to have to talk about off <laughs> Damn it. I'm suckered in. Kevin, thank you always. Uh, Learner in a row, everybody. It's the way to go. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Thank you very much, Run DMC and Aerosmith. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Kevin's fun. I like that. And I'm glad he's a good sport about it. A lot of people, he's not wrong. A lot of right. people that would sponsor something and spend money and be like, you don't talk about us doing things. He was actually pretty cool about it. And if you doubt it, learnerandrogivesback.org is their charity arm. Yeah. Go there and look at some of the stuff they've done. They do incredible I mean, stuff. all this nice stuff we're saying is basically to save the account. I won that argument. There's no question. I was, I was with you. <laughs> He just set himself up for billboards in perpetuity. Well, no, no. He did clear up that he only does it for the ones he loves. But, man, what does that say to everybody else? Especially Isaiah If you can afford a house and live next door to Kevin, (laughs) there's a good chance you (laughs) you can get a billboard. Wait a minute. Now, you got credit for voting for him. I'll tell you. Did you bring up uh, Brandon Ayuk? Brandon Ayuk, I have his argument on text earlier was like, he's only at issue for like a year and a half. He's not local. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Because I had Isaiah Oliver in my back pocket. Gotcha. Yeah, he Bruce St. Jesse. Fair enough. Uh, Kevin's uh, good dude, though. And again, yeah, you're not wrong. On the airwaves. You're absolutely not right, wrong about the Learner Rose gives back. That's Learner Rose gives back. Gives back a lot. It should say oh, gives back a lot. A lot. And not in that we're doing it for our own good thing. They're, they're awesome. So they're, they're awesome to have uh, with us as partners and things. So we appreciate them. Uh, and also appreciate... Uh, our friend, we skipped over the uh, hot releases because uh, Kevin... Uh, he didn't want to play. Typical lawyer. Typical lawyer. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so we ate up that segment. But I do have to tell you, I was talking to the guys from uh, NewACUnit.com, and uh, there are, uh, all those new regulations, if you need a new air conditioning unit, NewACUnit.com, the three easy steps. It's easy. You guys know it by now. Um, the prices are going to bump up for sure by manufacturers in the next... They don't know exactly when, but there's all sorts of new regulations, and the prices for all this stuff's going to go up. You can still save money uh, if you use Holmberg as the promo code at newacunit.com. So I'm not playing with you anymore about this save thousand, save time, buy online thing. You need to save it now because when you start talking about a $20,000 buy, if you've got a couple of them that go and 5% increases on that, that's thousands of dollars. So you can get it now before they do that. Hop on it, newacunit.com. Use the promo code Holmberg and they'll knock off, I believe, another 500 right now. Uh, and that's before they know. Well, I, evidently the government's involved again. Imagine that. And they're making them change out their 
specs and things. I don't understand how any of that works, but evidently the environmentalists are like, now the thing we told you you can use, you got to do something even more. And that's like usually on the refrigerant. Yeah, twice as expensive to find, to get, to reconfigure. So, and it's not them. It's not new AC unit. It's the guys building the units. So it's the companies that are forced into this. Like we got to change our system. So the prices are definitely going up. The guys who, you know, like the people who do the manufacturing aren't going to say that. The guys who are selling them to you, most of them aren't. NewACUnit.com is, and they're trying to help you out. So if you're on the cusp of losing your AC unit, that's the one to do. And so we missed our hot release. So sorry about that. But NewACUnit.com still deserves the punch on that one for sure. I believe uh, uh, Kevin was going to go with N-Word, by the way. he said, Is that what he said on the, said uh, on so, the yeah. N-Word or F-Word yeah, game? Yeah. Kevin, yeah. Kevin wanted to play, but he had to go. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends over at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. I was over there yesterday. We did all sorts of stuff. Yesterday was a frustrating day for me because I uh, I did so many uh, failure drills. You know why? I was uh, on the ground with a guy uh, wrestling, and he pulled a gun. And you start realizing you got to – street fighting. You never know when some guy decides to go nuts, and we're on the ground, and I've got a gun in my armpit. And you're like, there's a move. And I start, you know, just failure drill after failure drill until you're like, okay, it's second nature. That's what we did. And I ended up leaving feeling great about it. But, man, for a little while, you're like, this just seems miserable. And then you learn, like, oh, my natural instinct would have gotten me in more trouble. Uh, having this in my pocket now made me realize that if anything did get to the point where we're down on the ground and that happens, I have options. It's It can be a little scary, but it's fun to go through. And then you just saw the slew of people coming in. I was there until about 4.30 yesterday. Class starts about then. And they're all coming in. Homework, this is awesome. I love this. It's great. It's the best. Everybody there is almost, it's almost becoming a cult of people who just absolutely love going and you can be part of it. Reactdefense.com is how you do it. Check out their seminars. Check out their classes. The prices beat anybody else. The personal training you're going to get, unmatched. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Big news yesterday out of Buckingham Palace. Huge. King Charles III has cancer. Uh but the prognosis is reportedly good. Yeah, they caught it really early, right? Yeah. Did they say where? Benign enlarged prostate. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay. He remains wholly positive about this treatment and looks forward to returning. H-O-L-Y? Holy. Well, that's where it is to live. It's holy in my prostate. You have to go up the holy to get it. <laughs> the royal holy. And Prince Harry will be traveling to visit his father. Unlikely Meghan Markle and the kids yeah, she's not will allowed stay in back. There. She's not allowed in anymore. I thought you're not was. bringing that dreadful bitch with you, are you, Harry? I'm going. And to maybe Harry and uh, Prince William will have an uneasy truce. Oh, it's maybe going to be uncomfortable, but you know, Dad being sick brings everybody together. And again, yeah, you know, start prepping the. Uh, you know, we might see two two coronations uh, in the last in the next couple of years. Not to say I'm wishing him dead, but uh, there's a good chance he'll survive this. While the best doctors in the world and stuff, but I mean, that's amazing when you consider we didn't have one from the. 30s until last year like my grandparents lived pretty much their entire lives without having ever seen that we might get two because 1952 when elizabeth yeah it's crazy william is next in line and he's followed uh by his three kids george charlotte and lewis yeah none of them then it goes horse cockroach then harry (laughs) none of them are getting it I like when you say horse cockroach that close That's together. That's what I was, yeah, he had another pause. <laughs> if the comma moves down four letters, that might be the funniest thing you've ever said. Because that's in line for the throne. Horse cockroach. <laughs> what did you say? 
horse what? Shut it down, man. <laughs> Pop Pop didn't realize that he had said that. What else? Justin Timberlake is reportedly considering considering a tell-all interview with Oprah. By the way, Oprah's real first name is Orpa. Oh, she misspells it. It's from the Bible. Oh. Orpa was the mother of Goliath. Did you know that? I didn't know that. And also, Harpo is her name backwards when it's Oprah. I don't know what Orpa is. You don't want to Hebrew. Be, yeah, you don't want to grow up as a overweight kid named Orca. <laughs> no. Once they find that out, right. you're done. There's a couple of uh, and you're of her persuasion. Yeah, you're. Yeah, it's just not mm, good. None on. of that. None. None of that. She changed it to Oprah for a reason, and she was right. Mr. T sprang into action on Sunday, Southern California. He was spotted at uh, Sherman Oaks picking up sandbags for himself and his neighbors. He told KTLA News, "Beautiful, you don't get no sand. Prepared, fool. Yeah. Always have sand, fool. My boy ain't got no sand." I'm glad he's still alive. He had a cancer in the front. I thought, I thought he was going to be in trouble for a little while. He got real sick and skinny. And he seems to be doing much better. The treatment for a cancer is, is remarkable now if they catch it in time. If not, yeah. it's awful. Uh, there you go. That's enough. We're all done here. Larry is next. Uh, you guys have yourselves a glorious Tuesday, a little soggy. You'll be all right. And uh, be nice to Larry. He'll be kind to you. We'll see you guys tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.